anything you'd ever really want to know about every public figure I've ever encountered. Most of the conversations I've had with people when I've been in a single party consent state, recorded, archived. I have shit on everything. Certainly it isn't, and and it's trending, of course, in the wrong direction. But by the way, really, all of this is notwithstanding the central point, which is this, and, and this is maybe to get to the relevance of the debate. And by the way, you made a drive-by remark about Laura Luber got censored, therefore Jewish power isn't real. Is that a joke? I mean, that's what I said. Well, I think that was you. You brought up Luber. In any case, you brought her up immediately after talking about Israel. And you made some drive-by shot about, oh, you talk about Jewish power, but Laura Luber is banned. And I never said that. Next to China. Welcome to the Kill Stream. I am your host, Ethan Ralph, the owner and the editor in chief of the Ralphretort.com. I don't know what happened to the intro. When I first added it, it didn't want to play the sound, and then I fixed it, and it never happened again until like three minutes ago when I <laughs> when I tried to play it. So it still looks good, actually, just in the background uh, with all the clips and the song playing. It still looks pretty cool. So. Uh, it worked. I had to, uh, I had to make a split second decision. Either continue to try to fix that, which could have taken, I don't know, I don't know, a couple minutes maybe. Awkward, couple awkward minutes. Try to play another song and stall that out or just, you know, play the song. Uh, you know, I'm kind of pissed because we sat through all that Jesse stuff. My fucking power cut on and off. It cut off. Then it cut back on in like 10 seconds. Then it cut back off again for like, I don't know, two or three minutes. Finally, it cut back on, and they were still going on and on. I didn't come back on air, uh, but they did read a verdict, I guess, about 7.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, and I did. I was watching it live for sure because uh, I still had it pulled up over here. Go ahead. 
DD12 sent $10. Ooh. Thank you, DD. I appreciate that, by the way. Is this thing in a play? Oh, just thank you. Oh, I thought I had a clip. Thank you. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for the clip. Uh, thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Uh, let me... Uh, this was... Uh, Nah, man, we got to see more. Hold on, why does it just have this? No, no, no. No, no, we need a little bit more than that. The judge took forever to read the verdict, by the way. Like, it was a long... It was like... I don't know, it was longer than even... You know, every judge is going to take liberties and run his mouth a little bit, but it was way long, dude. Uh, let's see here. Also, we're going to have the student leaders on... The original one's not coming on, but we got a couple uh, guys coming on that are like, well, I think the other guy's actually the one who organized the event. The event. Anyway, they're going to talk about the same thing I've been talking about all week, that Jeff Younger appearance. I think it's Jeff Younger, right? Let me see. I think I already looked this up, right? Yeah, Jeff Younger. There was a quick dismissal that occurred in this case that caused tremendous consternation in the community and to this day uh, is a basis of great confusion and misunderstanding and mistrust. In any event, some things happened uh, after the first dismissal, the uh, only dismissal on the case after the first indictment. People were very upset. One person came forward in particular, and that person, of course, is Sheila O'Brien. Sheila O'Brien is a former retired appellate court justice in the state of Illinois. She came to court as a common citizen without credentials, just, just by herself. And she said she had a grievance and she wanted a grievance heard. And she thought that uh, the handling of the case by the state's attorney's office in Cook County was so upsetting that she was losing sleep. And, and she explained in her petition all the reasons that she thought. All right, she was losing, okay, we got it. She was losing sleep. Uh, she was a concerned former judge, but she came in as a concerned public servant. Yeah, we heard all this. I check. Not necessarily a good idea. But yeah, it, paying for your crimes by check is never a good idea. I will say that. It was your idea. It was part of the plan that you pay them in advance. Not a good plan. The check was out there. The check was shown into evidence. That was part of your premeditation. Bad plan. You chose a date. You chose a time. You chose a location. You had props procured. You gave them a $100 bill and had them get the, the supplies. What are the supplies in this case? Get masks. Nobody should see you. We're going we're to say that you're white. Uh, obviously, what? the Oshindero brothers are, are not white. Obviously, yeah. your faces and masks. Quite obviously. Bad, because that's going to indicate mega country. You're going to get a rope they're going to use as a noose. You're going to procure some bleach. You're going to have the supplies. And you had all that together, and then you did rehearsals. You picked them up, and you did drive-bys. You drove around and around the block. You picked them up in Lakeview, in their neighborhood, and some distance away. You went to Streeterville, where you were living, and you showed them. You're going here, you're going there, and you're going over the lines. You're going over the script with them, so they would memorize the script. You're indicating which brother. You're, you're the one that's going to hit me. You're the one that's going to put the well, some young campus conservatives coming on tonight. My neck and pour the bleach on me. This was planned. This was premeditated. Premeditated the extreme. And I find that your extreme premeditation in this case is an aggravating factor. Also, that Trump interview we watched last night, guess what? It got struck down off YouTube just a few minutes ago, just like Trump said it would. 
which he said repeatedly. He almost sounded paranoid. He kept re- reasserting it so many times at the end. He first he said they were going to take it down. I think, and I think that was what he was mainly talking about. But uh, YouTube actually took it down. Let's talk about the incident itself. Yeah, they did. It's all set up. Yeah, they did. They took it down. Cautionero brothers are on board. Your plane is running late. Are you here? Right. The judge is still running his mouth. God, if I've been watching this live after doing a six-hour stream already. YouTube has deleted our Trump episode that over that had over five million views in twenty four hours. William has sent ten dollars. Putin's power outage. <laughs> Speaking of Putin, you've been Putin in mad work, <laughs> brother. Juicy jail. <laughs> Don't do nothing. Stuff. That's what got the shirt. Do you have any priors? Well, that yes. one time, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. We all liars. I'll be honest. We all liars. We all Sorry to display the whole thing, but all right now. Well, it cuts off on its own though. Now let's go back. Chance right then and there. Think, okay, I'm really late. I'm four like Moses. This can't go down. It's freezing in Chicago. We're on the verge of a polar vortex. You might have just thought about it and said, you know, maybe it's not in the cards. Maybe yeah, maybe, maybe it's not a good idea to falsify this hate this. crime. Now, the Oshindero brothers, they're getting ready too. They're black as night, Judge. Because he wanted them to do it on the They're blacker than these sunglasses, Judge. Way blacker than these. What the fuck? What they think is uh, some kind of clever way of getting there. They have an Uber to pick them up from their home in Lakeview. They take the Uber to Old Town. It's a different neighborhood. They get out of the Uber and they get into a cab. Now the cab... Yes, I'm taking call-ins. But not to the scene where this is supposed to happen a few blocks away. So nobody actually sees them get off, uh, get out of the cab, and, and this works out the way you want it to work out. So they get there a little early. They're walking around. They're sitting on a bench for a minute. But at 2 o'clock, the time that you said this is supposed to happen, at the place you said it was supposed to happen, at the moment you, you said it was supposed to happen, you want to call in now? They appear. So I think you missed your call in the other night. You have your subway in hand. And they follow the I have a subway man. Yeah. I, this made me want subway earlier, a Jimmy John's, but I've been, tr- you know, moderating of the dine a little bit. Night, night, go ahead. What's up? Yo, Ralph. What's up, man? What's up? Hey. You Can called you me? me? Yeah. What's up? You called me? Yeah, dude. No, I'm just. I'm saying hello, man. I'm just. I just want to <laughs> pop in and say hello, man. I, I love your show, dude. I watch. You. I listen to your show every day, all day. Thank whenever you. It's on. Um. 
Dude, you oh wow, I'm echoing in the background. Hold on, let me I can hear myself through my own TV. Yeah, that's, that's not good, but my bad, my bad. These no, things happen. It. These things happen. <clears throat> no, man, I'm just uh you know, I'm just giving you a shout out, man. Dude, you're awesome. I love what you do. Uh, thank you. I, dude, I got fourteen hour days, I'm out in the heat all day. And uh <clears throat> man, I'm thankful for you, man. I really appreciate that. And, and uh, I, thank you. And uh, the daytime show, since I started doing that, I got a lot of people who kind of um, ride with me while you know during their work day, basically. Uh, bro, and, the, the, the rock and roll in the beginning, the, your takes, uh, the way that you talk, your voice—it <laughs> kind of it feels like an old-fashioned radio show from like. I don't know, from like the early two thousands, kind of like it, kind of has like that. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, it's, that's it's the area great, I want. It's great. That's it's the area not... I want to bring back. Uh... <laughs> well, no, but I don't know. It no, feels it feels like familiar. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's uh, I'm I'm kind of older, man. I'm I'm pushing thirty, so. Yeah, yeah, um, that's about me. I'll be thirty right. next year. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly, man. <laughs> we're not, dude. We're not, you know, young young zoomers flying around, yeah. uh, you know, flipping around on Fortnite. And it's like, I don't know. This show has like a like a classical feel to it. You know what I mean? The classics never go out of style, sir. That's what they say. By the no, way, yeah. by the way, uh, I think you were called. You called in the other night, uh, and you dropped out. So I wanted to go ahead and get you in now. So. Um, Oh yeah, you know I tried. Yeah, man. Um, I had to go to bed though. I'm, yeah, dude, I'm oh, I completely understand. Man. So, it was good to get but, you in tonight. Um, Thank you for those kind words. Yeah, man. you got anything dude, else? Thanks, thanks for having me. I I like the Tucker Carlson bit that you were uh, you were going over today. I just saw that on the Stormer, and uh, um, bro, that's wild. But uh, the stand that Tucker is taking against uh, oh, with the biological you know, uh, biological exactly. weapons lab, you but, mean? Yeah. and then for Sean Hannity. To come on right afterwards with that with that girl, it's ridiculous, bro. This is crazy. Uh, when when people, I'll tell you what, man. <clears throat> if I may break this down real quick, sure. When uh, when people ask me what side of the conflict I'm on, I like to say at first, right? Uh, I'm against. You know, I don't like the fact that white people are killing each other. We're only like 10 percent of the world population. Whatever, yada yada yada. Right? Not good. But on the other hand, it's like you know, Putin number one doesn't call me racist. Number two, he doesn't let women run his country or turn his, you know, the children in his country into trannies. He doesn't let gays get married. Uh, he doesn't replace his population with economic migrants. And he's just like, to me, he represents like traditional nationalist, Catholic, authoritarian patriarchy. And I think, I don't know, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. It's pretty, you know... Am I, am I being straightforward? Am I lying about anything? No, right? I mean, I don't think so, really. Uh, and uh, and it's just, man, so many people, like, IRL are just, like, totally against me. And it's like, I don't know, man. I well, say did, those you things would think we were at war with it makes them. It makes them think, man, because they, you know. Well, you would think we were at war with Russia. Like I said, the Kennedy Center, the center they had that whole thing lit up in Ukrainian colors, uh, driving around in D.C. over this past weekend. Like I said, it came up back up from Florida. There were borders saying Ukraine strong and the colors of their flag uh, going up and down yep. the coast. Like it is, and the media is just immediately turned into, um, you know, all anti-Russian uh, shit pretty much all day. The cable networks. So that's crazy. And I then, mean, you know, you, yeah. you tell these you tell these people it's the same media that's been lying to you, right? Non- nonstop, and now you're suddenly you know you're all in. 
you're pushing all your chips in with these guys. And it's like, hey, can you can you stop for a second and think about this, please? You know what I mean? <laughs> well, well, and also you don't have to be and, you know, um, you don't have to be- believe every single thing the Russians say either or be like totally on the Russian side either, right? Like uh, to sit here and say, okay, I these are the you. same. I, these, I mean, you can be, right? Like, I mean, we've been kind of <laughs> pro, pro a little look, bit on the show. Thing, but I'm, I'm a wagey, dude. I'm a wagey. So, I, you know, I kind of tend to let the professionals parse out the facts for me. And but I, I'm know, saying. I'd, I'd like to do my own research, but, hey, Nick and, and uh, Mr. Leo Fung, are hey, the ex- they're the experts in my opinion. Well, look, what I'm saying is um, you don't even have to be. I, I guess there's a lot of people kind of falling into the to the like path to war, basically, uh, and going along with a lot of what these motherfuckers are saying in the establishment. Uh, well, it just so happens to be uh, neocons back at the wheel uh, in terms of steering the public conversation uh and it's just right there in your face and if people go along with this <laughs> uh i don't know it, it's not a, it's not an iraq situation right this is russia um this is not iraq right. and um you know you let something like this get out of hand at your, at your own peril at the peril of the country because these people are not to be trusted dude uh and the biological that was like one of the biggest stumbles i think i've ever seen in public life the way she answered that that biological weapons question the other right day. she like, said I mean, he was like oh do you guys have uh oh, well, are uh, are you guys researching biological weapons and she's like oh well they have <laughs> biological research labs the like, fuck yeah that was that was pretty bad i don't know it was pretty bad i've not seen is, something that like horrible. that before yeah yeah that was tough <laughs> Um, but, uh, thank you, man, for calling in. I'm glad you brought up that topic too. Uh, thank you, man. Hey, I appreciate everything you do and everybody that watches. I, I appreciate you guys too. Cause you guys, the, the chats make it funny. Okay. You guys are awesome. Uh, thank you, man. Very good. You have a good one, sir. Thank you. You too. Yeah. All right. Now let's watch more. Hey, empire. Word with the letter. Does this have the whole thing? There's a scuffle. They pour bleach on you. Oh, shit. Brandon's listening to this. They attempt to put a noose around your neck during the scuffling. You're, you're getting a little abrasion and scrape on your face. Got you. A really good actor in a very serious uh, television production called Empire. Was that a serious production? Great stress throughout the city. That was a good caller. Uh, and throughout the entire community here. And that's the problem. That's why you're here now. Those are the crimes you're convicted of. Not the shenanigans out there, but the shenanigans. Making it up. And that's this motherfucker was shenanigans out. We repeated your lies at the hospital. Six counts were put together. The jury found you guilty of five of them. One was a little bit different than the others, and I understand that. Let me say, from my vantage point, and I was obviously here at every stage of this trial, I thought the uh, jury's verdict was uh, accurate, correct. Wholly corroborated, but could only be described as overwhelming evidence of guilt against you for that. That's the crime you're here for. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty overwhelming. Well, Officer Bain took this very seriously. He said, That's a horrible thing that happened. And he started the process of of, of police investigation. Detectives got involved. You ended up at the hospital. All things were, uh, were starting to happen. And 
this will work that out. And you're not just any person. You have a little bit of celebrity about you. You are uh, known in some circles as a, a very competent uh, actor, uh, a really good actor in a very serious uh, television production called Empire. And people knew about this. And because you're a celebrity and because you've been so active in all these social justice causes, and this is what is so, so unbelievable about this case, that you of all people are, are here convicted of hoaxing hate crimes. You know better. Yeah, this never happens, Judge. Hate crime hoaxes. What? Out there in the world trying to be uh, something for the good uh, in social justice causes that you ended up here right now like this. I was shocked when, when he went to jail. Like, I still but you know people in high places, elected public officials. They reacted. You knew mainstream journalists. They reacted. You became the first page. You're on page news. You're talking oh, we didn't hear this part. Oh, I forgot that. I, did I sign off before this? I don't remember. This is one of the most all-time classic things. His Jewish grandmother came out there. Not kidding, and said this. I also have fought against injustice forever, and I feel it's in our DNA. I attribute this to being Jewish and the persecution of my ancestors. What? The Hebrew words to kunulam means to repair the world, and that's what I do, and that's what Jesse does. Oh. I will end by saying that Jesse is loved and respected by all who know him. And I ask you, the judge, not to send him to prison. If you do, send me along with him. Okay, send the bitch. Iverson sent three dollars tank you put in for singly and did Lenin Chavita Simkink. For single handling in COVID? Yeah. Okay. Okay, send her. And I thank you for letting me talk. Thank you so much. Send her. In the halls of Congress, people are talking about making laws to prevent what happened to you. Fucking bitch. Brazilian Hugh Hugh sent three dollars. Putin is a puppet. Everything is fake and gay. Schwab noted that the World Economic Forum and Russia have had a high level of cooperation for many years. It has always been important for me that Russian representatives take part in Davos. We have Adam Green coming on the 24th to debate E. Michael Jones, but he would be good to debate that position that you just stated, to debate in favor of the... It not happen to anybody else. People on, on mainstream media... Are decrying what happened? What kind of country is this? How could they do this to Jesse? I, we know Jesse. He's such a gentle guy. He's the guy that was described to me by He's all the, the family and friends that I heard from today. And I believe that Jesse exists. But you use them as your pansies too. They were giving you the no. national pity party you wanted. They're putting you on the front page. All the attention is on you. People talk about social injustice. Your name is coming up first, which is exactly what you wanted. But, but you used them. If anything, people in, in those positions, elected public officials, mainstream journalists, their credibility is everything to them. And you didn't care that you might well, be damaged. Let's didn't. not get carried away, Your Honor. Damaged them because, again, there's a side of you that has this arrogance. And they don't seem to care that much about it. That's just disgraceful. You plan work, of course, until it didn't. We're in Chicago. You lived here for five years. Working on the. Oh, by the um, way, I'm hoping to put together Destiny versus Fuentes on April. Excuse me, not, not April, March 18th. But I don't have that set just yet. The Empire Show. And you have to know 
as well as anybody that lives in Chicago. The Chicagoans, they love their city. They are fiercely loyal to the city, and believe me, Chicagoans know we don't all agree with each other uh, on a lot. There are all kinds of disagreements on what our city should be, what the vision should be for the future. Yeah, like that one. There's even disagreements about what our past is like. like. And I was thinking about making it about Russia and Ukraine, but I'm not sure. But despite all the disagreements and all the things that are not right with Chicago, it's sweet home, sweet home to Chicago, to the Chicago. Chaos Acolyte sent $3. Don't forget that this inward F slur made out like he was going to get Epstein. Yeah, I'm not going to forget. We're going to watch that. Uh, what do you think about that? Russia, Ukraine? I think that's what we should do. I don't know. It's not. I'm, I don't have to stick to that. But Chicagoans are fiercely loyal to their city. But Chicagoans have one thing in common with the victory on that there's no misunderstandings. Everybody's on the same page. And that page is crime is a problem. It is a major problem. Nobody disagrees. Uh, I haven't we, seen it, but I've heard about it. Um, uh, that he debated has on it. Yeah. Um, but I don't think he could do too many really on a war. Uh, let's see. You know, Would I ever do an old school Resident Evil stream? Yeah, I've streamed a Resident Evil game. But, uh, yeah, I would. Resources. I didn't play a lot of Resident Evil, though, historically. They're limited. Detective resources are precious. And they cannot, cannot be squandered. And what you did, because you were selfishly, arrogantly, and narcissistically bringing attention to yourself, it's the only reason you could have been doing such a crazy thing that you did. Because you took away a lot of resources from other places, from other real victims of real crimes. You used up the police resources for your own benefit. Yeah, you did, Jesse. What you did is you created what we call around here a heater. What's a heater? A heater. A A heater. Here is a case that when it's reported to the public. We don't care about your fucking esoteric lingo. The public conscience is shocked. Shot to such an, uh, an extreme that the public is demanding that the police solve this crime here, right now, right here, right now. Everything else has to take second place. The heater has to be addressed. By the way, I thought up right until the last second. Watch this. Now, of course, we've seen it before, but I thought right up until the last second that Jesse was not going to jail. They were shocked and amazed when he ended up going to jail. And you created a heater. And boy, did they believe put out an investigation. And I know that I've been listening to Chicago police officers and listening about police investigations for many years. It's certainly not a perfect police department. Uh, it's perhaps unfairly maligned in some uh, respects uh, as well. I'll match uh, the homicide. Do you think he's crying right now? Against any in the country for uh, their competence and thoroughness. Has he cried tonight? But not a question about that. Jail does suck, man. In this case is he's probably crying. I've never seen. Even in he looks like a softy anyway. I mean, it's a literal you investigation. Know. You did exactly what you didn't want to happen. You put so, they put so many police resources into this. When I say what you didn't want to happen, is you never wanted this case solved. You thought that somehow you'd be able to skate by and nobody would ever know what really happened here. And you're going to walk away from this, and it didn't go down like that at all, of course. So they solved the case. And what happened? Turns out that you're not a victim. Look of at you now, Jesse. You're not a victim of a racial hate crime. Oh, I didn't fix. You're not a victim of homophobic hate crime. I fixed this thing. You're just a charlatan pretending to be a victim of a hate crime. And that's shameful. 
Oh shit. Great suit for chaps and three dollars. Any blood sports are awesome. But I'm a little tired of the liberal versus DR debate. Wow. There's so much disagreement and different views within the DR, and those blood sports have not largely been done nearly as much. Content gold waiting to happen. Well, you know, we'll host it all, but people were asking for Fuentes Destiny, that's why. So you got brought up with, with your family values. The people wanted it. It's so sad. Damage you've done to yourself is way beyond anything else that can happen to you from me or any other judge that could be sentencing you in this criminal case. You are now a permanently convicted felon. Your family who loves you and supports you, I only want to use the word forgive because forgiveness isn't even necessary. They're with you so much, they're so tight knit, but you have to live with the fact that you really put them through a ringer. You've embarrassed your valuable friends in high places, the elected public officials, people in the media. You've embarrassed them. You have to live with that. I don't know if those relationships can be repaired. You become toxic in your own workplace. Your career uh, future is uncertain at very best. It was really on a rocket ship uh, to success, and now you've, you've turned yourself into riches to rags, and it's so unfortunate. Your very name has become an adverb for lying. This is where he goes on. This is pretty funny here, actually. I cannot imagine what could be worse than that. People talk about a situation for somebody's mind and trying to manipulate and maneuver a story, and, and your name comes up. And it's, oh, pulling a justice, something like that. That's awful. Oh, that's awful. You're the butt of jokes. Comedians, mainstream talk show hosts, they make jokes about you. They do sketch, uh, sketches about you. I, I can't imagine anything worse than that. No, this is all self-inflicted. These are things you did to yourself. This is self-damage. Well, some people may think that what you did is funny, and that there's some room for humor or jokes about it. But I assure you, this court does not. Oh, shit. I don't think there is anything funny at all about hate, uh, hoaxing and faking racial hate crimes. Hoaxing or faking homophobic hate crimes. I think that is disgraceful. There is nothing funny about it. There's no humor in what you did whatsoever. All because you're selfish, arrogant, narcissist. Super chat sent $10. I love all blood sports and love that you brought it back. Not saying that no, I agree. just suggesting for the future. There's so much debates not being had within the dissident right. And this is the place those conversations slash debates should be happening. Yeah, I look, I don't disagree with you. I, I'm down, like I said, I'm down to host. I wasn't, uh, you're right, I, I don't want it to be like I'm throwing shade at you. Yes, at least you have that yes that's you. right, you're right, I shouldn't be so defensive. Uh, that came out through this case, and, and you kept doubling down and doubling down and doubling down. It, it's not funny. It's not funny at all. And I'm your sense. Does he think he's laughing underneath the mask? That's what I was thinking earlier. Like, the judge seems like he thinks he's this motherfucker's laughing. Same judge. I'm in top line of So where are we at? We're at the end. You're convicted of a class four felony. It's presumptively probationable, but we have some real serious aggravating factors here. Your premeditation, which I've described. The pain you caused to real victims of hate crimes, which I've described. I'm still thinking he's not gonna go to jail at this point. She does the city of Chicago. I've heard. It's been, it's been talked about. I'm mindful of the city's request for restitution. 
I'm going to fashion that, uh, consider that request. I have to fashion the sentence accordingly. And above all, the captor of all captors, your performance on the witness stand. This could only be described as pure perjury. You got on the witness stand, you didn't have to, you did, you certainly have a right to, but you committed hour upon hour upon hour of pure perjury. And I find all those to be ample factors. If this court were to decide Agreed to his call. Fancy's wearing me some Any kind of probationary sentence would deprecate the seriousness of the offense and you need to go to the penitentiary. Their, their record is clear and they would support it. But I'm looking at everything in its totality. And I agree. He's told to me today you can't judge everybody by one bad thing they've done in their life. I don't know if it's the only bad thing, but this is the only bad thing that I'm concerned about now. And that you do have quite a record of real community service and quite a record of attaching with people. There is a lot of mitigation in this case as well. And I'm mindful of the pleas of mercy, Here particularly from people that are in the arena of dealing with social justice issues that are fighting, seriously fighting, not playing around, not doing games like you were doing, but seriously fighting for matters involving hate crimes of, of all sorts. And they're asking me for mercy as well. So I'm trying to consider who you are as a person, how you got here, how somehow you strayed away from your family values, you let that dark, narcissistic, selfish, and arrogant side come out. I got to see their press conference after this, case. too. Have they went out and cried yet? I'm sentencing you to 30 months felony probation. Now, he said 30 months probation. I was like, okay, he's not going to jail. Fuck, this is weak. Probation is going to be to this court. I'm sentencing you to... 30 months felony probation, and the probation is going to be to this court. You're going to be allowed to travel wherever you want. You do not. You can be traveling wherever you want. I'm like, oh, okay. He trolled him too, because he re he reads this part out first that you're not going to jail, and he saved it till the very end, dude. It was brutal. You have to live in the state of Illinois. You can report by phone. I know that if you're going to, yeah, to try to that. make a living and do some of the things you do, you may have to go to. Look, Jussie's still looking chill. Jussie's like, I got away with it. Look, I fucking beat him on one. Los Angeles, you can do those things. You, will you can go to L.A., no big deal, Judge says. Pay restitution to the city of Chicago in the amount of $120,106. I got to pay a little bit of money, no big deal. You are fined $25,000. All right, a little bit more money, no big deal. Now watch this. Look, he's still chill. He's still chill. Just the maximum fine. Just wait. Just wait, though. And Look, these lawyers are like, oh, good. We got it. I'm not putting my boy in jail. No big deal. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Of your sentence in the Cook County Jail. Oh, no. And that will start today, right here, right now. Oh, no. No. There was double me's, by the way. I don't even know where the time is for the stream. Mute it. Oh, it's tough. Oh. oh, let's go back. Watch his face. I don't think he still knows. Hold on. Probation. Oh, no. 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 Oh,
probation, and the probation is going to be to this the city of Chicago. The amount of I don't think he realizes. Does he realize? $20,106. You are fined $25,000, which is the maximum fine. And you will spend the first 150 days of your sentence in the Cook County Jail. Oh, and that no. will start today, right here, right now. No! Mr. Spillett. No! See, look, he still thinks he's going to talk his way out of it. Look at his face. He's He still thinks he's going to talk his way out of it. Spoiler alert. He doesn't talk his way out of it. Suicide. That's what I was talking to say. Okay. I'm not suicidal. I'm not suicidal. Suicidal. about to get Epstein. Holy fuck, what does he know? Is he, he looks scared for real? Does this guy got some knowledge we don't know about? Like what the fuck? Okay, I'm not suicide. <laughs> okay, I am not suicide. Okay, Justin, chill, I'm man. Chill is just for a few days. God damn. Like five months, you'll be out in like two or three. What the fuck is your problem? If that, chill the fuck out. What does he know? He looks like he saw a ghost. He does not want to go inside that Cook County Jail, dude. Holy shit, the Chicago Jail, by the way, in case you don't know. He looks scared as fuck to go inside the Cook County Jail. Chaos Acolyte sent $3 shit. Sorry I spoiled it. Bye. I'm going to level with you, Ralph. I'm kind of retarded. No, you didn't spoil it. We knew. I don't know if everybody knew it was this type of reaction, though. Okay. I am not suicidal. What? I am innocent, and I am not suicidal. If I did this, then it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years, and the fears of the LGBTQ community. Your Honor, I respect you, and I respect the jury, but I did not do this, and I am not suicidal. And if You're going to jail, Josie. Just stop, please. You're embarrassing yourself. Anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself. And you must all know that. You should not have crossed the Obama family. That's all I can say. Thank you so much. I respect you, Your Honor. I respect your decision. Jail time. I am not suicidal. Mr. Uche, let me fire. Are there any post-sentencing motions you care to present right now? Holy yes, shit, sir. that's so sweet. Okay, I don't even know. The defense would wish to present a motion to reconsider sentence and file it in standard. Uh, it is time to file. Thank you, Judge. And, and let me say, I've obviously considered the sentence at great length. Uh, and, and it's, it's good, but I don't want to drink all that sugar. For purposes of appeal, motion to reconsider sentences, Black Phillips sent three dollars. Honestly. The Sodomite should be rock hard after the thought of spending five months in Cook County. 
He gets now to be pounded by all the BBC he can take. A degenerate's wet dream. This about. Is there another? Well, one second. Anything else? Just a second. Just a second. Is there going to be a notice of appeal about? Yes, Jack. We 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 found a notice of appeal. We're going to be emailing to the. They're still doing everything they can to keep him. Oh man, does this clip end? Where's the full clip? Nah, dude. They they like try to pull out every stop to keep this guy from going to jail. Hold on. Yeah, here we go. Oh boy. I gotta send the link to these. Oh, what the sound is this? Those are put in place. Oh my God! Come on. Especially narcissistic. At least you have that side in you. <laughs> Malkador sent three dollars. Don't you want to get good and butt fucked by the homeboys in county? Don't you want some good, good love, juicy? You should be happy. Uche, let me inquire, are there any post-sentencing motions you care to present right now? Yes, Judge. Yes, yes The defense would that wish was to present a motion to reconsider sentence right. and file it in standard. Right. It, is, it is timely filed. Thank you, Judge. And, and let me say, I've obviously considered the sentence at great length. Uh, and and it, it's timely filed, so it's preserved for purposes of appeal. Motion to reconsider sentence is respectfully denied. Denied. Is there another? What, what, one second, Randy. Anything else? <laughs> You're going to jail. So see. Is there going to be a notice of appeal filed? Yes, sir. Holy shit. Mark Newcomb sent $3. Plenty of time to lift weights and convert to Islam. Oh, he's converting to Islam for sure. Follow the notice of appeal. We're going to be emailing to the court right now. To the office. You're doing it in standard? And are you going to be handling the appeal? Yes, as of now, yes. Well, you have to commit to yes, the appeal yes, for the appeal yes, court. Yeah. All right. Notice appeal may be filed. Charlotte, and now I need the prosecutors to work with Charlotte, the probation officer, to work out probation specifications with the conditions I just explained. 150 days in the county jail, restitution, the fines. Oh, and also uh, statutory DNA and costs are ordered as well. That, that's statutory. So you have to fill out the probation specifications. And I'm going to get somebody to help you do that. But we need to get that done in standard. Anything else today? Yes. Your Honor, if I may, in light of the notice of appeal, we would ask that you suspend the jail sentence in light of the instant of filing of the notice of appeal. Did I do what? Suspend uh, the jail sentence in light of the notice of filing of appeal. That would be respectfully denied. Yes, Mark. Respectfully denied. In light of our notice of appeal. No. I'm not saying. No, no, no. The wheels of justice turn slowly. Fuck out of here. This has to fall, and it's falling right here, right now. I'm not staying this. This happens right here, right now. Going to jail, bitch. You look sick. She didn't think this was going to look out. She looks disgusted. What did y'all think, man? Y'all been lying your ass off blatantly the whole time and trying to say you should get away with it because you're black and everybody knows you're full of shit. Even other black people, they make fun of you in their comedy specials and in their rap songs. They make fun of you. So fuck out of here. You're going to do, to do some jail time. Fuck that. This dude's still lying his ass off. Like the judge said, he didn't have to get on. He didn't have to get on the stand and lie too. It's like, man, get the fuck out of here. For a long ass time too, about like 
intricate shit. Like, I am not suicidal. <laughs> oh boy. Partister. I am not suicidal. I am not suicidal, and I am innocent. I could have said that I was guilty a long time ago. You probably should have done that. I think they offered you a no jail time deal. Hell? Hell is wrong with this guy? I don't know. I think he's he seemed to be legit scared. He does not want to go into the Cook County Jail. Man, if he turns out, maybe he he was really scared about somebody killing him. Maybe that's why he said that. Now maybe now they won't kill him. I don't know. Or maybe they will. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Do we have his attorneys? Melkador sent three dollars. Place that in shackles. Arrest. Now wait a minute. All right, thank you. We got it. All right, now I want to see if they gave a press conference after this. Godzilla, go ahead. Godzilla 37 sent $3 six months. He did get away with it if he was white. Ask James Fields. Well, yeah, I mean, he would have got a stiffer sentence most likely if he was white. Oh, yeah, I didn't play that earlier. The Kumia Gavin clip. Fuck, where is that? I'll pull it up. I will play it tonight. How about that? Uh, I just have to pull it up over here. I'll find it. Was that you who sent that to me? I know that. Uh, damn it. Where is that? Uh, I think it's in my. That's fucked. I don't see it over here, but I had it pulled up, though. That's bullshit. Anyway, yeah, send it to me again, maybe. Post it in the chat. I think it was a gab. It was on gab. I had it pulled up earlier, and I didn't play it. I swear I had it, but I don't have it right now. If you if you put it in chat, I will, I will do that. I want to find his attorneys, too, though. Where the fuck? Now I lost my tab. They had to have done a press conference after this, right? Oh, wait, this is some kind of attorney. Oh, no, that's for the brothers. And I do want to go to the podium right now. Where? Right. Okay, hold on. All right, let's see. Let me unmute this. I think they should be able to see me now. Can you guys see me? Yes, sir. All right. What's up now? Welcome to the kill stream. Uh, now, originally we were going to have somebody else come on, but you guys are perfect as well. Uh, intimately involved uh, with this stuff. I've been talking about it all week, the event in North Texas um, that kind of got shouted down uh, by Antifa protesters and a mix of those and students, I guess. Uh, a guest of ours uh, who's going to be at our Dallas event uh, on April 2nd, Alex Stein was outside there, and they were threatening to beat him up and all this stuff. 
stuff. Uh, and he was, all right. Rabbi Yaakov sent $3. You were in bondage for right. 150 days. We all, right, all, right, for all, right, all right. Thank you. Thank you. That's from the last segment. Thank you. Um, but uh, so it was a pretty raucous affair, and I've been covering it all week. Um, so why don't you guys introduce yourself and, and tell the audience who you are? Yeah, well, uh, my name is Stephen Moitz. I am the chairman of the Young Conservatives for Texas chapter at the University of North Texas. And I'm uh, Jacob Peterson, uh, UN, uh, YCT at UNT's uh, Legislative Affairs Officer. All right, now, uh, now the event that I'm talking about, Jeff Younger, uh, we've uh, talked about his case on the show uh, going back quite some time, some years, actually. And I guess the last year or so, uh, it's gotten uh, more dire, I guess you could say. They're kind of taking his son away from him. Uh, and for those who don't know, I mean, I guess you guys can go into some of the background if you want. Um, but he has a case where his wife um, now has custody of his son, except his son is now transitioning, quote-unquote, uh, into a girl. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of evidence that that was kind of – um, foisted yeah. upon his son, his son, you know. Um, I, first off, I don't really believe in a child being able to do something like that anyway, but uh, but it's evidence that was kind of implanted there a little bit. The idea was seeded, uh, but anyway, he's running for House of Representatives, I guess, right? That's correct, right? Uh, uh yeah, he is, and he's actually going into a runoff, which uh, we're hoping that he's gonna win it because his, his opponent is a total rhino, he's not truly conservative at all so hopefully he'll get it but yeah he is running for uh uh house district uh 63 i believe now so if you're in uh if you're in the dallas fort worth area and you live in texas house district 63 make sure to go vote for our boy jeff younger in the runoff yeah well you know what maybe we should talk to him because i don't live there but i'm doing an event there on april 2nd uh in dallas texas uh, so maybe, yeah, maybe we should talk to him. But anyway, how did you guys uh, get the idea to talk to him? Uh, well, he's local, of course, so we reached out to him because we've heard his story before. Uh, I actually didn't know his name, but I heard his story a while ago. I heard about a case where there was a man fighting for custody for his child because his wife was forcibly transitioning his son, right? And then we found out it was Jeff Younger. We found out he was running for office, and we wanted to bring him on uh, to our campus to talk about his story. Now, so how did it turn into uh, the type of event that we saw uh, where it was getting shouted down, uh, et cetera? Yeah, well, you got to understand the climate at the University of North Texas. It is uh, is very liberal, uh, extremely liberal, a lot of far, far leftists, right? Uh, so I didn't understand that actually before I started looking into this. Uh, you would think North Texas – Oh, okay. It's probably pretty country around there or whatever, but not the case. No, and honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, someone would argue that UNC is the most liberal campus on in Texas. It's very unfortunate, honestly. Uh, so we were creating flyers for the event, and somebody saw our other officer, her name's Kelly, uh, making the flyers, and they actually started harassing her for merely making the flyers. Uh, she put it on TikTok, recorded the whole thing uh, of them calling her a fake Christian because uh, she didn't love uh, transgender people or whatever, right? You know how it goes, right? Yeah. Uh, and she posted it on her TikTok, and then the whole event blew up after that. She does have a little bit of a following, 
And uh, that's when people started finding out about it. That's when Antifa found out about it. That's when some of these local organizations found out about it. And they really started to mobilize against us. Also, I'm seeing some people saying there's some buffering. I don't know why. Uh, it seems to be. I don't see any problems on my end, but uh, there could be some some issues. Okay, so the so the word got out there. Um, why did the why did they let it get the way uh, that it did, basically, uh, with zero decorum whatsoever? Yeah. Well, so. The first thing you got to understand about UNT is that UNT being as liberal as it is means that we really don't have a whole lot of leverage with the university outside of getting the university to do what they're legally compelled to do. And even then we have to drag them kicking and screaming to do that sometimes. So we weren't really surprised by how the way the event turned out. We were more surprised by the scale of the event. And by the police estimate, we had altogether, there were 500 people there. And and that's not even counting the about 75 cops that had to be there just to prevent it from turning into a riot. So as far as it getting to that point, it also needs to be mentioned that Jeff Younger is probably someone who could not have handled that any better. You really yeah. can't ask for somebody who has, could have handled it better than that. I mean, as soon as Younger and Stephen and Kelly walked out for the presentation, everybody just losing their mind, you know, go like screaming at them, screaming obscenities at them, chants, all this stuff. And Younger just, Younger's loving it. Younger's, you know, getting them to do the, he's doing the chants with them. He's yelling at them that, you know, louder, louder. And yeah. overall, just the fact that, you know, when Younger walks out there, Younger just owns the room. You know, they may be yelling at him, and it may not have seemed like it at first, but once you got, you know, you get into the event about well, like a half hour, Younger was just tiring him out. And once he did that, he had a meeting right out of his head. You know, you know you're right, because I know when I first saw the clip, um, I and others were like, oh, is that a te-? They thought it was like a teacher going along with the students. It was it was younger, though, uh, yeah. up there, like, chanting. Like, it looked like he yeah. was part of it, but he was mocking them, basically. Uh, he handled it really well. And I will say, prior to the event, uh, on top of people mobilizing against us, uh, I think what made it even worse is that the president of the university, right, the president of the University of North Texas, he sent out a mass email to all 42,000 students at the campus saying that uh, the event that we are hosting was by people who have intolerant views, right? He doesn't agree with us, right? He thinks this is so bad that we're trying to have this event, but he can't do anything because legally he has to let us do our thing. And I think that made it a lot worse because uh, not only are we getting a lot of hate from the from the left and students on campus, but now the president of the university himself is coming out saying, yeah, we, we don't like you. We don't want you to do it, but we can't do anything about it. And it, it blows my mind because what was this event about? It was about childhood transitioning, not even transitioning in general, just childhood transitioning. Should this be something we allow? Is this a conversation we can have? But I guess they... They didn't want us to. Well, yeah, you can't even talk about it. That's the thing. It's like exactly. if they're so confident in their position, then they wouldn't have to ban discussion of it. You, you know what I mean? Uh, and you, you mentioned some of the blowback. What's it been like on campus? Oh, it's been rough, man. Uh, 
me and Kelly walking around campus, mainly Kelly, of course, because she's just got a bigger TikTok and stuff. Uh, we walk on campus and people are, oh, well, excuse me, but they're putting up the middle finger, right? They're flipping us off. They're saying, F you, right? You suck. We hate you. I, we were going to get you kicked off of campus. There's this thing called Yik Yak, right? It's yeah. this app. It's totally anonymous. Maybe you've heard of it. Uh, people will post our locations and saying, hey, they're at the library right now. Go mess with them. Stuff like that. It's it's constant harassment. Fun, Just today, uh, uh, Kelly was going and getting coffee, and uh, some girl posted on, or I'm assuming it's a girl because it was at Starbucks, saying, oh, yeah, Kelly Kelly just came through the drive-thru and I spit in her drink. Like, dude, are you kidding me? Yeah, it's been rough. Dude, people are crazy, man. Uh, yeah, they are. Dude, um, now, f- first off, and, and you mentioned the, the president. That's another thing. He's basically co-signing people fucking with you, kind of, I mean, in a way. Exactly. Like, I mean, I guess technically, legally he's not, but, like, he didn't have to come out and say anything. What they yeah. Or, yeah. or they could have said, look, we don't approve speakers, you know, right? We don't have anything. To, right? That's not That wasn't our decision or, or whatever. Like, he could have said anything, kind of washed his hands of it a little bit. But instead, it's almost like, hey, go attack, go attack these guys. Go attack. Go attack. Right? Like, exactly. don't don't. don't mess with me go go attack those guys uh now have you thought about uh having somebody else there on campus um doing other stuff or absolutely and we're gonna keep doing what we do honestly we're not gonna let them uh shut us up and i think it's important people know what's going on because it's not just unt this happens no. more than you would think this happens at a lot of college campuses and it really says uh, where are the youths at? And it's it's horrible. So we're not going to stop. We're going to bring more people on. Uh, uh, whoever wants to come and speak, uh, we're gonna we're gonna act as a platform the platform for them to do that. You know. Now you mentioned. Well, I talked about it some too, but um, you wouldn't really. I never would have expected. I mean, I guess all college campuses kind of are a little bit of a you know left wing bastion, but um, yeah. like you said, there was a ton of left-wing agitators who showed up to this thing like it was kind of alex was out there alex stein i mentioned him earlier he was kind of yeah. out there taking his yeah, life into his hilarious. own hands though uh, right we were at the front of the room listening to these guys yell yeah. at us and uh, out of nowhere we see this guy He's in a walking. sharp suit yeah. walking by the hallway uh on you know doing his recording and yeah. we're both like who the, who the heck is that guy of yeah. course it's alex stein Dude. great guy by the way love he's love so the cool. coverage he made that was awesome he's so cool i don't even know if i'll be able to hang with him in person though we're gonna have him there in <laughs> dallas uh, we'll see i'm yeah. gonna have to get some rest uh the week before but yeah man he was just out there in the middle of and they were rabid dude like they were crazy yeah, of course were. of course he was you know poking them a little bit too for sure but uh <laughs> but man they really just hate any type of deviation from their goofy dogma when it comes to transgenderism and and, and it's even now it's the kids thing too they used to be something they you know kind of hush hush and didn't really talk about now it's just open in your face yeah we're gonna do it um any age yeah i mean 100 percent, ralph i mean if you even if you just go back and think about you know when when we had the meme wars you know sjw's although you know sjw cringe compilations in 2016 even if you jump back to there, nobody was really taking trannies seriously. Right. I mean, even like no matter what, even you know you had people on the left that were just like, "This is a you know this is a right wing you know straw man or whatever." And then you know fast forward five years and now it's a moral wedge issue. 
And it really just shows you that the slippery slope is undefeated for all time. You know, I used to laugh at that when I was younger, um, you know, the whole slippery slope thing. I don't laugh at it now uh, at all. And, the, you know, I was talking about this. I don't remember if it was earlier today or last night's show, um, but the the current identification uh, amongst, uh, I forget what the age, I think it's like 18 to 32. Or so I forget the, the demographic, but one of those groups uh, was like 30% LGBT identification. Uh, yeah. It's like, now I know, you know, some of those people are counting just to be counted or whatever. There's like 20 different categories or whatever now, but still, um, they go along with the, right. They go along and lockstep with the bullshit too, though. Right. Like it's, I don't know. It's kind of a scary number. And and you just think about where it was used to be like three or five or less. Uh, and now it's 30. Um, and they're talking about. As Alex, as Alex said, cutting cutting uh, kids' penis off actually is is how he put it. Yeah, I mean that's that, that's what it is. As vulgar as it sounds, that's what it is. What's going on here is mad science, and I just it, it blows my mind that we got that level of pushback. Right, five hundred people. We had to have officers on the roof of the building with snipers in case things got crazy. Right, and for what? Because. We were talking about childhood transitioning, whether or not a nine-year-old should be able to, as Alex put it, cut their penis off, right? It's like, how how do we get this level of pushback? It just... Well, plus this is a... Okay, so um, this is a very controversial change in traditional... Uh, practice right uh and and so you're just saying what this is lock stock and barrel just the way it is overnight because some fucking quack said so i mean i that's cr- yeah. right it just doesn't even yeah, add up right like it, this is something that should be able uh if, if you're so confident in what you're saying it should, it should be able to be talked about in the light of day and you should be i mean it was a threatening situation like they're trying to make it like that too uh yeah. to dissuade other people from talking about it so yeah, and we we were gonna have a Q and A, right? We were gonna let Jeff go yeah. do oh, his yeah. presentation, have the Q and A, and we knew that there was gonna be people in the room that obviously had a a different position or view than us. But that's when you go ahead and express that. If you you want to say something, then you do it at the end. These people sure. have no sense of reality. They just they hear the word transgender in a negative fashion, and they they flip their lids. They don't know how to act. They start acting like animals. It's almost like they're mentally unbalanced. I mean, that couldn't be it. I'm sure that's not it. But, uh, but uh, you know, in in all seriousness, of course, I wasn't being serious there. Of course, uh, but uh, when I was in college, uh, I went to college in South Carolina, uh, USC Upstate, and so a lot of the candidates would come through South Carolina because it was a primary state, and so we would have all kinds of people come through and all kinds of speakers, et cetera, that you wouldn't really expect uh, just because there was always politicians coming through trying to make inroads in South Carolina. Uh, and John McCain was there, several others. Uh, and you could get up and ask a, a controversial question, uh, and you could argue with the speaker. Like, that's part of being in college is having a yeah. controversial speaker or maybe somebody you don't like. Maybe you go to a speaker that you don't like and you ask them a question or whatever, but you don't shut them, you don't shout them down. I mean, I don't want to sound like Ben Shapiro or whatever, but like, it, <laughs> but I mean, it is true though. It's annoying as fuck. Like I had well, fun yeah, in college arguing. And, and, it's yeah, fun to argue. I mean, to your point, the, the thing that to us was just so priceless about this whole thing is, you know, the university sent, sent out like, what, like three or four emails yeah. when it was all sudden done, like mass blast official emails about yeah. all this. And 
the same week that this is happening, it, I'm pretty sure it was the same week. Yeah. They're ha- they're hosting some like guy for the marketing department or whatever who's there to talk about how to market sex dolls. Yeah, and dude, like this, this, you know, we were the you know we were the bad guys for yeah. yeah. We don't want you to like mutilate your child, but oh yeah, here's how here's a great you know seminar on how do you market <laughs> you know just like sex dolls to the general public. It yeah, was just like. Yeah, and just yesterday, check this out. The UNT Democrats hosted their own uh, drag queen show. Uh, open to the public. <laughs> no, yeah, dude. Yeah, isn't that wonderful, right? But we we get pushed back for having a, a little conversation, right? So, that's, Dude, are that's you great. fucking kidding me? Actually, they actually did have a drag yes. show yesterday. They had 10 uh, local drag queens come and do a show <laughs> uh, for not only the campus, but anyone from the public if they would like to come and view. Yeah, pretty great stuff, right? Wow, and your your house candidate who came to speak was too controversial. Who has personal yeah. experience with this issue, by the way, as I talked about at the top of the top of the interview. Man, I can't. Uh, it's changed a lot. Like I guess this was kind of creeping in when I was finishing up college. Um, but I mean, it, you know, college has been left wing for a while. Um, but it used to not be where they're stamping out all dissent, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you can't argue, uh, with the professor or, um, with the speaker. And now it's where people are self-censoring, honestly, uh, in a lot of cases. So I got to give you guys credit for even, even going out there. And I mean, you know, you'd always get some shit maybe if you were really outspoken, but it's getting to be, you know, like you said, I'll try to get them kicked off campus. Let's, uh, you know, make up some false shit here and there. So, um, I appreciate you guys doing what you're doing and, and coming on the show here tonight. I won't keep you too long because I don't want to get you in trouble. Uh, the, long- <laughs> the longer you say, <laughs> uh, but I don't think we didn't do too bad, really. I don't think as far as that goes. Why don't you guys promote your stuff too, though? Yeah, well, uh, definitely come and follow us on Twitter. The uh, at is uh, YCTUNT. Uh, check that out. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter too. You can find yeah. that on the uh, YCT. Twitter, my ad is in the bio. Um, and uh, I, I want to say uh, thank you, Ethan, for hosting the, 100%. the Kill Stream. We've been fans for a yeah, long time. We love watching that. the Kill Stream. We it's love great. the Court Retort. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. They're legit. All right. They know hey, the Court Retort. Okay. Yeah. We love Cozy.TV. We're watching this stuff for. Uh, oh, shout out. You guys might have, you know, I was thinking you guys might have to pop back in sometime uh, right. when we're, you know, Absolutely. talk about something else, too. It doesn't have to be uh, about this. But, yeah, I was thinking that. And uh, thank you for that. That made me smile uh, pretty big <laughs> there. Uh, so thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Hopefully you don't get in too much trouble uh, and you can come back. <laughs> you yeah, can come back. It could be worse than what it yeah, is. That's true. Yeah, you know what? That's true. It couldn't be worse than what it is. That's my yeah. life's motto. It couldn't be worse than what it is. Thank you, gentlemen, for appearing on the kill stream tonight. Uh, and have All right, a thank you, Ralph. Thanks, Ralph. All right, you have a good one. <laughs> great. couple great debut guests there. Uh, what are we going to do now, though? I don't I don't know. Oh, oh, let me see. I'll put them. Can I put them where you can't see them? Okay, now you can't see them. They can still see me though, but you can't see them. Uh, okay, I think I'll just, I can do it. I can do it. Farewell, gentlemen. Thank you. <laughs> okay, okay, I can do it. There we go. Okay. <laughs> Those two guys are great. 
Honestly, we'll have to get him back. I didn't want to. Man, I should have asked him about Jesse Smollett. Fuck. Damn it. Link to Gavin clip. I don't have it. Fuck. I meant to ask him about Jesse, actually. I was trying to be mostly good. I didn't want to get. I didn't want to say anything too crazy. I saw dude shake his head when I, when I mentioned the uh, penis cutting. I mean, I was just quoting Alex Stein. I didn't say that. Well, they should come back on, shouldn't they? It's too late now to ask him. I know. What the fuck? I'm going to make a note, though. Those guys seem cool. We need some college correspondents. They they shouted out Cozy. They shouted out the kill stream. And the court retort, that let me know. All right. This guy's serious. This guy's for real. Now, <laughs> I almost, so it was supposed to be Kelly Nider coming on at first. And she was like, and, and no, I'm not throwing her on the bus at all, but she messaged me. She's like, uh, you know, I'm kind of slammed with some stuff. But my my friends will come on. They organized it and did this and that. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't say anything, but I was thinking, man, okay, I might just. I just did a six-hour stream today. I was like, I might just not do the show. But um, so I messaged, um, I messaged Stephen, uh, Stephen Moitz, as he mentioned. And I was like, Do you want to do the show? Or she like, I was like, She's not just making. You. I didn't say this, but I was like, She's not just making you, right? Um, that's what I was thinking. He's like, No, I'm a f like we're fans. Me and my boy are fans. Uh, him and Jacob, uh, Jacob Peterson there. I was like, all right, fine. Okay, let's do it. So I'm glad we did do that. So shout out to those two gentlemen. Now, power chat, yes, okay. I was also protecting them a little bit from power chat. Now, let's see. Uh-oh. Okay, I'll call you, Chad. Great super chat sent $4.88. Sorry to change topic, but can we talk off air soon about the Dallas pepper spraying situation? I gotta make sure it's feasible before I can commit. Chag it. What do you mean it's not? Night Nation Review sent $3. Check your Slack after. I tightened up the intro and swapped for the high-quality intro music. Had some other suggestions for alternate highlights, too. Okay, but I'll check that. I like those two. Those two might could they might could uh, be our college correspondents. What do you think about the here and there bringing them on? I mean, not like fucking all the time, but maybe once or twice a month that might be cool. They seem to know what's going on too. They're already scandalized, like they said. <laughs> Alright. Where is the Kumia vid? Fuck. Oh, I see it now. This is the lower quality version, but whatever. I had a better one, but I lost this. Uh... Oh, wait, I have it. Watching a, a show last night. Who's this guy? He's on Cozy TV. Um, It's like where you get sent when you're... Yeah, Nick Flint. William sent $3 hashtag. Smollett didn't kill himself. Fuentes. Fuentes. Yeah. I'm watching him last night. And it was very recent. It was probably that day he had... T did you see this show, the new one? Dude, I just did an interview, and they said, who inspires you? And I reluctantly said, Nick Fuentes. Dude, I was laughing my balls off. Hilarious, like, doesn't give a shit. He's done. He's but it's done. not just he's done. Yeah. That entire generation is like, yeah, <laughs> we're not doing that anymore. 
He uh, was doing done. this. Yeah, I'm shit. a racist. Uh, whatever you want. That's what it was. I'm not playing that game anymore. Yeah, racist. Yeah. I'm this. I'm an incel. I'm, I'm an incel. Yeah, incel. yeah. I, I haven't been laid in a million years. All yeah, right, yeah. Fine. You got me. It was so fucking funny. He's just like, no, that's not who we are. He goes, I watched Putin give an hour long speech. And it was just a dissertation on what the, they were doing, why, and everything. And then Biden gets up, and it's like, this is an we need freedom all and protect them. It's who we are. As a, and nothing, just bullshit. And he's getting pissed, and he's yelling. And I turn to Missy, and I'm just like, I've been here. <laughs> like, I know what it's like to just go, fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like, get mad at it and just, but then laugh about it. I'm like, yeah. No, as soon as the a really fun show. The great thing about <laughs> Nick is that he reminds us old timers that as soon as you start explaining yourself, uh -huh. why do you beat your wife? <laughs> then you are answering to them and yeah. you're part of their equation. What are you going to do? Change their mind? Like, yeah. All right, there's the clip. They were asking me. I actually hadn't seen it myself until then. All right, now. See, that was the better version. Much higher quality. Oh, there's this. This is something that we showed earlier, but you probably need to see again, Pastor Hagee. This is an urgent message to all Americans. The Jews in Ukraine need our help now. War has broken out in the Ukraine, and the ongoing devastation has left over 250,000 Jews in danger. On Monday, March 7th, 300 Ukraine Jews will land in Israel, including 100 orphans. Now, more than ever, the Jewish community needs our support. It costs $2,650 per person to shuttle refugees low, low and price. buses to the border and then fly them to Israel to safety. <laughs> <laughs> community needs to unite and help save every Jewish person that wants to flee the devastation of this war. Your gift will ensure <laughs> as many Jews as possible can Holy flee the shit. war in Ukraine and find a safe home in Israel. Ukraine is home to one of the world's largest Jewish communities in Europe. Over one million Ukrainian Jews were killed during the Holocaust. It's heartbreaking to witness European Jews fleeing for their lives again. Not again. Most Christians were silent during Hitler's attack on Man, the Jews. Man, bitch, I wasn't around. Other than a few righteous Gentiles. We must not rest. remain silent again. Never again is more than a slogan. It's an action. Fuck. At this moment, over 8,000 Jewish people are wanting to leave Ukraine for Israel. I repeat that. 8,000 want to leave the Ukraine for Israel. Oh, no. We must raise $20 million. <laughs> as soon as I don't even think I caught that part earlier. 
20 million? Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. 20 million? Fuck. <laughs> Not remain silent again. Never again <laughs> is more than a slogan. It's Holy shit! Black Phillip sent three dollars. This uh. is fuel for pagans and doesn't help <laughs> the cheese cuck stereotype. <laughs> this uncle fucker and hopefully he chokes on gefilte fish at Seder. Lahayim Shabbos. At this moment, Holy over eight thousand Jewish people are wanting to leave Ukraine for Israel. I repeat that. My man said it was like five bucks, yeah. Thousand want to leave the Ukraine for Israel. We must raise $20 million as soon as possible to get them to safety. We don't know when the borders will close. Let's unite our efforts and raise $20 million by the end of business this week. You can save one life for $2,650. The Torah says... <laughs> This low price. The borders will close. Let's unite our efforts and raise $20 million by, 20 million. by the end of business this week. The end of business this week? What the fuck? What has he got a plane payment he's got to pay? What the fuck? You can save one life for $2,650. The Torah says he who saves one life saves the world. Yeah, the African's way cheaper. I can save an African for like three ninety five, like Shia said. The funds raised will go directly to saving Ukrainian Jews. Send your contribution. I just spent a hundred dollars on cigars. I could save like fucking twenty Africans with that. To J I mean, why would I want to? But I mean, jhm dot org and give as generously as you can today. God bless you for your efforts. Oh, thank you, sir. I mean, how many save a bibble? I would save a bibble. Is there any, like, I mean, what, do I have to give up my cigars, though? Like, that's what, I don't know. Doesn't sound good. Doesn't sound good at all. Jesse Smollett. What else? Fuck, I don't know. I could have kept them a little bit longer. Maybe I should have. They seem pretty based. They didn't give a fuck. Defense calls for mystery. Yeah, okay, we saw that shit. Did they not do a news conference? I'm going to play this. Special prosecutor talks his shit. Well, we just had and concluded yeah, this guy looks a very important like sentencing hearing on the Smollett case, and the Office of Special Prosecutor is extraordinarily pleased with the result today. Judge Lynn, in his comments, made it clear that he has accepted our, our office's position that this was a very serious underlying course of criminal misconduct, and that beyond the, just the nature of that criminal misconduct of lying to police that the collateral consequences of what Mr. Smollett did. Oh, yeah, was definitely. 
Oh, definitely. Where is it? Fuck, I should have even asked him. I didn't even. Where is UNT anyway? Far even is it? Shit, I guess I should have asked him. Dude, that's like right there. What the fuck? I didn't even realize that was like right there in Dallas, basically. Well, yeah, we should have him on. We should have him at the fucking Dallas event too. I don't know if they're still listening. I see your email, though. Yeah, 100%. Other gays and blacks because his conduct denigrated hate crimes. His conduct will discourage others who are the victims. Chaos Acolyte sent $3 urgent message to all Killstream (laughs) enjoyers. Right now, Jews are stranded in Ukraine, and every dollar you donate to the Killstream is a dollar that doesn't go to those Jews. Instead of evacuation, we can hire a skywriter to write LOL in giant letters. Let's see. It's on April. <laughs> it's on April 2nd. Let's see. As we get closer to Let's come back on as we get closer to it. I'll send info soon. That's cool. These guys are cool. Godzilla 37 sent $3. This is for the LOL fund. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. That's cool. Megafoot dude sent $3. Jews are gay. Yeah, I didn't even think. Yeah, we're going to. Um, They're right there in Dallas, basically. Just a little, what, northwest of that. So. Joey Jojo sent $5. Can you use this to hire strippers at the bowling event instead of helping Jews? I can and I will, yes. ...from coming forward and reporting those crimes to law enforcement and pursuing them. That was our position as to why this was a very... That's right. Thumbs up. Me and Pat, I love that sticker, me and her walking together. ...with had significant collateral consequences. The Looks like I'm walking to be sworn into sentence. Congress. Anonymous sent ten dollars. <laughs> promise this doesn't go to the Jews. I promise one hundred percent this does not go to the Jews. By imposing a significant jail sentence, by imposing it looks like the I'm maximum to be amount of in. by imposing she's all dressed up too. <laughs> Megafoot dude sent three dollars. <laughs> Retards are Jewish. Imposing the maximum amount of probation. Holy this shit! This judge clearly. Has this guy got a bad facelift or something? Clearly has understood from the evidence we presented at trial that this was a course of conduct that deserved severe punishment based on the conviction that was obtained from the jury. Questions? What did you think about his outburst? Well, well, he's got mental health problems. I wasn't quite sure. I'm not going to interpret the outburst. Um, I, I, I'm not going to interpret. I don't, I don't know what, exactly what he was referring to. And Mental health I'm challenges. Are you surprised he's sticking to his story? What? <laughs> Godzilla 37 sent $3, and just like that, Ralph makes more money than the Ukrainian Jews. Holy shit. Dude, I couldn't. You know what? We watched that earlier, and I didn't even catch that he wanted $20 million. Honestly, I heard it, and I was laughing, and I guess it... Uh, 
I just blocked it out, or maybe I didn't watch the very end. I don't know. Like, I just didn't catch it. And then hearing it again, and he just unabashedly says, we need $20 million out of nowhere. Like, what the fuck? Star Spangled Blazer sent $3.20 million for 8,000 bulk bulked planetichkets. Better be Zimbabwean dollars. You know what? My one regret is I wanted to send Corinne to Russia. And I wanted to send her before the war even broke out, and I even talked to her about it, and she didn't listen to what I said. So we didn't get our Russia trip. I made the point during my uh, argument to the judge that I thought one of the critical factors that the court should consider in determining how serious the underlying criminal conduct was and whether it warranted jail time was an argument I made that this defendant, Jesse Smollett, has never shown to the city of Chicago an ounce of contrition. He's never once stood up to say, I'm sorry. He's never once stood up to accept This guy looks like he's got some problems. criminal conduct. He has simply denied it, denied it, and denied it. So again, today, after he's now been convicted by a jury uh, of five... Oh, dollars. shit. But I sent dollars also for the LOL fund. The LOL fund. Thank you. Oh, I could actually understand that one. Counts. After he heard a judge today excoriate his conduct uh, as being reprehensible conduct, he still stood up in the courtroom and insisted that he's not going to ever admit or accept any responsibility for what he did to the Chicago Police Department or his violation of responsibility to other gays and African Americans because it's made it hard for people to report hate crimes because of his conduct. His office sounds like they're definitely going to appeal. Will you then, your office be working on that as well? Yes, the special prosecutor's office is going to continue to handle the appeal. We're going to see this all the way to the end, and the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Not recommending the sentence. Well, here's my position. When during the course of ha ha handling this case, the court system gave us an extremely experienced, competent trial judge. Judge Lynn, throughout this entire two-year proceedings, after we returned this new indictment, Lynn has, Judge Lynn has always shown himself to be extraordinary. Maybe we get some college crossover at the event, too. Man, this event, we already got quite a few people coming, honestly, and ticketed to people and guests, uh, and there's going to be some promotions on various shows uh, this next week or so uh, with some ticket contests and shit like that. Uh, so it's gonna be pretty. It's gonna be pretty fun uh, in Dallas, Texas. Killstream live slash bowl. The live killstream. We're gonna do all kinds of shit there. Karaoke, a wedding, a bowling competition. Destiny versus Harrison Smith. Oh man, it's gonna be. It's gonna be wild. April second. And fair to both sides. And so, as a prosecutor, I decided I did not want to step into his territory. It's the judge that has the exclusive responsibility to determine a sentence. And I decided as a special prosecutor, while I was going to strongly recommend jail, that I was not going to... Oh, wow, somebody bought another ticket tonight. That it was up to him to decide you. the appropriate amount. I thought it was the right, right way to do it. Two others and, earlier. Uh, I do believe that based on the sentence that we just received, that Judge Lynn clearly understood exactly what had happened in this case. We're doing it. Oh, and I mentioned this already a couple times, but I'm going to interview Bryson Gray on the way down there. Uh, it's quite a trip, so I'm going to be having a couple stops. And that day I'm going to go uh, and have lunch 
uh, in the Nashville area, and then I'm going to go interview Bryson Gray, uh, and then I'm going to go stay with with family there in Tennessee, and then I'm going to go to Dallas the next day, early the next morning. I'll be in Dallas on March the 31st, uh, and then uh, on the 1st I'll be on You Are Here with Elijah Schaefer, Sidney Watson. Then on Saturday we're having the Killstream Kingpin Invitational. Misconduct by Mr. Smollett, and he imposed content king, the king of all content. That's right. An appropriate sentence, in my judgment, uh, based on the conduct that occurred in the case. Did you find this to be a difficult case? Well, the case is difficult in the sense that uh, you know, as a when you take on a case as a uh, pro bono prosecutor, and you're not being paid for your time, you don't know how long it's going to take. You just don't know. But it turned out that this has taken a long time. My firm made the commitment that we're going to do it. And we've done it, and we're going to see it all the way through appeal. Okay, y'all have a good day. Thank you. The Kid Fox has put out a statement. She said this is a damaging, costly, and disingenuous criminal prosecution. Wait, is that Kim Fox said that? Wow. What a piece of trash. She's the one who tried to scam this case for Smollett in the first place. Kim Fox has put out a statement. She said this is a damaging, costly, and disingenuous criminal prosecution. prosecution. Well, I haven't seen State's Attorney's Fox statement. I guess what I all I can rely upon is the Cook County Court System, Judge Tooman, after hearing all the facts and evidence that occurred in connection with the first small act case, and when the judge heard the evidence that, in fact, the Cook County State's Attorney's Office uh, dismissed the entire indictment with no punishment whatsoever, Ridiculous. no jail time, no restitution, no criminal fine, no probation, no, no deferred process, Smollett was allowed to go free and basically give the finger to the city of Chicago. Judge Tooman decided that that handling of that case was so inappropriate that a special prosecutor needed to be appointed. So I followed the directions of Judge Tooman and not the directions of Kim Fox. So, sir, what's the time, the time frame again on his opportunity to uh, come back to the court and request uh, not an appeal, but... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not sure if I... Can, is, can you challenge the sentence? Well, that may become part of the appeal. The, 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 they get to decide what they want to appeal on. So whether they will include any sentencing issues in the appeal, that's up to the defense to determine, not, not up to this, They have a window in which to do that? Is well, there's, their entire appeal has to be perfected within a, so, many, so many, I think it's 30 days after the um, final order. It, the final order will be entered by the judge, I assume, in the next day or so, and then the time starts to run. At the end of the day, this is By the way, this is Kim Fox, the bitch who uh, was obviously paid off. She's Democratic Party apparatchik uh, there. She says, at, uh, at its best, our justice system should make people safer, hold accountable, th- accountable those who seek to harm others and earn the trust of its citizenry. At its worst, the system can be easily manipulated in furtherance of thinly veiled political agendas. On Thursday, the damaging, costly, and disingenuous criminal prosecution of Jesse Smollett came to an end. As Cook County State's Attorney, it pains me deeply to say that in this particular case, our justice system failed. 
Chicagoans deserve to know how and why it can and likely will happen again across this country. In January 2019, Mr. Smollett reported that he had been the victim of a hate crime. From the first reports of the alleged attack, this case was treated like no other. When the preliminary investigation suggested that significant portions of his story appeared untrue, many of the specific details quickly found their way into the public sphere. Almost immediately, there were leaks to the press, causing the Chicago Police Department to launch an internal investigation. Then Superintendent Eddie Johnson flew to New York City for a live interview on Good Morning America to discuss the evidence and Mr. Smollett's assumed guilt prior to formal charges being filed. Given the reputational price Smollett paid, the $10,000 bond we held, and the fact that he'd never been accused of a violent crime, my office made the decision not to further pursue a criminal conviction. This story should have ended there, as thousands upon thousands of non-prosecuted cases do every day. Instead, taxpayers have spent millions of dollars for the criminal prosecution of a hoax. Last year alone, there were over 800 murders in Chicago. My administration has vacated over 177 wrongful, wrongful convictions, 87 of those in the last three years. Rather than working collaboratively to stem rising crime or free the wrongly convicted, a small group of people hijacked the judicial system to enact what is best described as mob justice. I got to give her credit. She really is just still going all out. Fair and just, a fair and just outcome. Do Complete I garbage. It's fair and just? Yes, I do believe it's fair and just. I had a lot of confidence that Judge Lynn understood the evidence understood how serious the criminal misconduct was, and I had confidence that based on all his years of experience that he would come to a fair and rational punishment based on the underlying conduct. The judge started his comments today by pointing out that he's considered everything about the case, the nature of Mr. Smollett as a person, uh, the underlying course of misconduct, and how serious it was, and Judge Lynn made the decision that there should be significant punishment imposed on Mr. Smollett, and that's the result of the sentence today. And the 30 months starts now, so the thir- 150 days is on well, It's not 30 months after the 150. That's right. This is a condition of probation. So his probation starts now, and the first um, um, period of time that the judge, 150 days, uh, will be uh, served uh, in Cook County Jail. But that, that's part of his probation sentence. Okay, have a nice evening. Thank you. What do you think about suicide? What's an interpretation of that? Oh. He's in danger in the jail. He wants everyone to know that he didn't kill himself. Do you think that he's in danger? Is this a life sentence? I'm well, sorry. Is this the death penalty? <laughs> I, I'm not going to interpret Mr. Smollett's comment. I heard Is this the death penalty? Make the outburst in court. I'm not quite sure what he intended or meant, and I think you should address that question to him. I'm not going to interpret that. All right, you all have a nice evening. Thank you. Is this the death? Is this a death sentence? Holy fuck! I'm trying to see. I don't think his attorneys. Oh no, there is some. Oh boy. Oh boy. 
All right, let's go to Charlie DeMar. He has been, of course, covering this for us oh from the very goodness. beginning. He broke this case when it first happened three over three years ago. And Charlie, you've been in the courtroom all day. So, all right, it's a lot to cover, but are there any nuances that you were able to see from your vantage point that we were unaware of, including Jesse Smollett interacting with Chicago reporters and the police are the ones who called this out basically but especially the reporters team anything that really they were pissed they were being sold like a fake story and Erica, before we dive into that, I do want to throw over to Jesse Smut's older brother Jojo, who's uh, speaking right now. So let's go over to that right now. He spoke about his arrogance. He doesn't know the struggles my brother is encountering. He doesn't know anything that he's dealing with. He doesn't know anything that he's dealing with. He spent all that time shaming him. In 2022, we don't shame people like this. All right? He basically called him a, a mental case. All right. Because he is. It was his sentencing. What the fuck? Wow. Spent all that time shaming him. In 2022, we don't shame people like this. All right. He basically called him a, a mental case. All right. If you look at that testimony, he this basically reiterated and regurgitated all, all the prosecutors said. There was the Jews in Ukraine need our help now. This is a duly elected judge in Cook County. He's supposed to be elected by the people, not just a stooge and a rubber stamp for the prosecutors. And I'm very disappointed. Very disappointed. Your name again, sir? My name is Jojo Smollett. I'm his oldest brother. Okay. Yeah. I have something I want to say quickly. Your name, ma'am? My name is Jazz Smollett. I'm his older sister. First of all, I want to say my brother is innocent. My brother Jesse is innocent. This should not be a controversial statement because it is the absolute truth. What should be controversial... These motherfuckers are like fucking cult members, dude. Are you fucking serious? No, he's not. ...is the entire miscarriage of justice this whole ordeal has been. I pray peace over my brother. I pray the peace of he's God over my County. brother. Obama boys are on that one. And all victims of oppression and hate. I pray that we can do better as a world. May the God of peace be with you. Shalom. Shalom. Are you kidding me? I can't believe this. I can't believe this. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Hate. I pray that we can do better as a world. May the God of peace be with you. Shalom. 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 Shalom indeed. Where's the original club? Where's the the grandma? Uh, where's that that little uh, dizzy? I also have fought against injustice forever, and I feel it's in our DNA. I attribute this to being Jewish and the persecution of my ancestors. The Hebrew words to kunolam means to repair the world, and that's what I do, and that's what Jesse does. I will end by saying that Jesse is loved and respected by all who know him. And I ask you, the judge, not to send him to prison. If you do, send me along with him, okay? Mm. And I thank you for letting me talk. Thank you so much. All right. 
Go ahead, we'll take your old ass there too. Your name, sir? My name is Jockey Smollett. I'm What's Drake got to say about this? Isn't he half Jew, half black? Jesse's youngest brother. My brother does not deserve it. Okay, too? I watched my brother go from being a complete victim, which he still is. He was attacked. And he they is have now two gay brothers, man. That'd be fucked, wouldn't it? Now going to jail for being attacked. I saw my brother get locked up within two weeks for being attacked. Do you know how crazy that is? They want to say in that court and say they want to say in that court and say that he's the reason why folks aren't going to report hate crimes. They're the reason why folks aren't going to report hate crimes. Because none of you believed it. None of y'all believed it. We have letters from the NAACP, President Derek Johnson himself. We have letters from Rainbow Pushko. They're stooges. We don't care. We have letters from the Innocence Project, all saying that he should not be in jail. And they put him in jail. That judge chastised him. He chastised my brother. This is great, by the way. Look at his face. Dude, your brother's guilty of sin, you moron. You're lucky you didn't get locked up longer. Fucking dumbass. Look at his face. They should lock this motherfucker up along with him for incitement. Look at this shit. They did not expect him going to jail. No, they did not. They absolutely seethe. I know it's overused, but in this case, it's not overused at all. Seethe is the perfect, is the perfect and absolutely correct term to use. Seethe. <laughs> that's probably not even strong enough just outright eat up with the hatred he does not deserve this he was attacked do people never once think even the folks who are naysayers do you ever once think what happens if if he's William is in three dollars JLP take tomorrow morning oh boy JLP tell the truth oh boy I bet that will be fucking hilarious truth do y'all ever think about how poorly you feel in that situation He's in jail for five months. That is unacceptable for being attacked. It is, uh, not, it is not his fault that folks are not going to believe survivors anymore. Oh, come on. Completely Get out of here. Your guy's comedy show is over. Get out of here, you fuck. Get out of here, you old bag. And we have seen, let's listen to Grandma. You survived it all, You know it. And you guys got to do more investigative reporting. More investigation. Oh, my God. Does his family, they don't really believe this garbage. They can't. Thanks. Can you say, Molly, can you, do you want his comments after the sentencing? The reiteration, the repeating that he's not suicidal. Are you worried about what's going to happen to him in prison? Why do you think he said that? Um, he just wanted to reassure. Can you? He's innocent, okay? Like so many. She's ninety-two years old, brother. Get the white-collar guys, okay? Who are really making money? You know, who are really corrupt. We've got to do. Well, I mean, she's right about that, but don't. Like so many in prison that shouldn't be there. Well, get the white collar guys, okay? Who are really uh, we really corrupt. We've got to do something about saving our democracy here so that uh, we don't get another Putin. Okay, uh, okay. Now you lost me. You had me for a second, but 
you guys, okay? No way. The fuck? 92. How the fuck are you so spry? Get out of here. And I'm Adrena Chrome, you drinking it. My name is Nate Phillips, and I would just like oh, to. Oh, boy. What the fuck are you selling? Old fucking dynamite looking us. Say, until the person who recently occupied the White House, the judge oh, said. Oh, my God. What has Trump got to do with this, you fuck? That Mr. Smollett was accused of lying. Well, guess what? Fucking the man dummy. That occupied the White House was accused of telling thousands of lies, and as long as he is remains. Oh my God, this guy can't even. Free Jesse should remain okay. free. Now wait, because Trump told a bunch of lies, Jesse should be able to tell lies. Is that what he's saying? Like to say. That's literally what he said, isn't it? Until the person who recently occupied the White House, the judge said that Mr. Smollett was accused what? of lying. What? Huh? Guess what? The man that occupied the White House was accused of telling thousands of lies. Okay. All right. We'll put him in jail then. What the fuck? Has he been charged with any? As long as he is remains free, Jesse should remain okay. free. Is it Jesse or Jesse, by the way? It's Jesse, right? What was this drunk motherfucker? How drunk is he right now? The fuck? It's like heel stream levels of drunk. Like, look at this guy. This is a gentleman not connected necessarily with the Smollett group, and but then hearing an interesting anecdote. We don't even know. He was walking with him. You're wrong. From grandma there. Uh, we were trying to read into Erica what he was saying. It's part I'm of the team. Suicidal. You're full suicidal. of she, she says the meaning was literal to the family, saying, don't worry about me. Yes. Don't worry about me. Just some she random walking It's his own hate. He it's was walking with him, though, wasn't uh, he? All on his behalf in the uh, saw Jesse Smollett was walked out of the courtroom uh, throughout the day. You know, Jesse chose not to address the court uh, on his own behalf before sentencing. Um, he worked for Pastor moment, um for the Jews of seated, Ukraine. You know, right, you know, sitting down uh, right after he learned his sentence. He had a lot to say. And also as he was being uh, walked uh, away where he will now spend the next 151 days. No, he won't. He'll get out of there was the Jews in Ukraine need our help. There was the <laughs> behind jail. I believe we do have that uh, queued up. I am not suicidal. That's what I was about to say. Okay. I am not suicidal. Okay, okay Jesse. You crazy. Night driving Avengers in three dollars co plus C plus me plus ratio plus eat a banana plus gamer word. I'm innocent and I'm not suicidal. If I did this, then it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over four hundred years. Jesse, just go to jail for a bit, dude. You fucking loser. But I did not do this, and I am not suicidal. He still thought he was going to talk his way out of it. Till the very end. And if anything happens to me when I go in there, what a fuck! I up. did not do it to myself, and you must all know that. I respect you, Your Honor. Godzilla <laughs> thirty-seven cent three dollars. He is hoping am he's I, suicidal. Am I bad for thinking that? Because that was the thought that went across my mind earlier, and I was like, I shouldn't. Got a daughter on the way. I should be nicer. I shouldn't think. I shouldn't think that. I shouldn't think. I hope they get you, Jesse. I shouldn't think that. Respect your 
And to clarify, Smollett will serve half of that 151-day sentence. Yeah, exactly. Uh, oh, yeah, clarify it, fuckface. Said at the onset, the ju Judge James Lynn w was strong. He chose his words carefully, calling Jesse Smollett arrogant. Nobody and likes this guy. Um, and, and that he brought this on himself, that he ultimately, at least on the outset, had it all. He had a great career um, and chose to do this. Uh, and you know, Judge Lynn talked about a lot of the ironies in this case that Jesse did volunteer much of his time um, volunteering and a lot of his money to foundations, to uh, organizations that do. Um, Forward. Um, yeah. Night driving Avengers sent three dollars. Ooh ooh. Ah ah. Monkey mind angry. Ooh ooh ah ah. Monkey man no do bad thing. Ooh ooh ah ah. <sighs> Social justice issue. <sighs> I've not heard that. Uh, that translation before. I didn't hear that one. Uh, now, let's check in on the Ukraine. Is that thing still going on? I think so. Also, I'm looking through. There might be some more Smollett clips, too. I won't rule that out. You know what I did think? Oh, no. There is one thing we need to watch to cap off that segment. I played on the show before. I remember playing it when it came out, actually. Oh, boy. I think this might be the last we, we hear from old Jesse for a while. I'm Robin Roberts in New York. Musician and actor Jesse Smollett sat Musician down with me for his when? first interview since that night in Chicago. Smollett told me how he's doing now and responds to those who doubt his account. Oh, I'm pissed yeah. off. What is it that has you so <laughs> Is it the the attackers? It's the is attackers, it? but it's also the attacks. It's like, you know, at first it was a thing of like, listen, if I tell the truth, then that's it, because it's the truth. Mm -hmm. Then what? it became a thing of like, oh, how can you doubt that? Like, how this do you? This is one of the, like the most epic lawfests ever. How do you not believe that? It's the truth. And then it became a thing of like, oh. It's not a, wait, hold on. Well, I'll play, hold on. I'll, I remember the quote that I want to play, but I'll let them say it. Hold on. It's not necessarily that you don't believe that hold this. On. I need to play it like right now, though. Hold on. What is it? Jerry, just remember, it's not a lie. If you believe it. <laughs> this is an urgent message to all Americans. The Jews in Ukraine need our help now. John, stop. War has broken out in the Ukraine and the only... All right, no. Where is the... Project Veritas. Where is the clip? How did I lose that, by the way? I don't even know. I'm just going to pull it up again. There it is. This is the truth. You don't even want to see the truth. What happened that night, Jesse? When I landed in Chicago and Frank Gatson, who's like my uncle. so good. It really is. And he's also my creative director. And he picked me up. And then we got back to the apartment. There was no food. And so I went out to Walgreens thinking that they were 24 hours and to have a smoke. 
<laughs> uh, Walgreens was closed. Um, have a smoke. Yeah, you look like a big smoker. So I called him up and I said, hey, I'm a fucking pole smoker. I'm going to run to Subway, which was across the street, and I'm going to get a salad. Do you want anything? I went to the Subway and got the order. During that time, I texted my manager thinking that he was still in Australia because he was on an Australian tour with one of his other clients. Mm-hmm. And I said, yo, call me. George, look at how many pins he's got on his shirt, by the way. He's got LGBT, some other bullshit, Black Power Fist, some other shit over here. I got more respect for George Floyd than Jussie by far. George Floyd was just some dude out there trying to get high. He was trying to get up, you know, he's trying to get away from the police, get him up off, off his neck or whatever. Of course he was, you know, high out of his mind trying to spend counterfeit bills and shit. But I mean, that's just normal, good old wholesome American behavior, right? Like, I mean, especially from his neck of the woods, he was just doing his thing, right? He didn't make himself a fucking hero after they were, or, you know, whatever, you know, I'm not saying he is, but that's how they try to treat him. Right. Like he didn't do that. He just got killed and it was over and he, it was like, oh fuck the time. Well, he did the same thing the year before when he scarfed down all those pills. Mega foot yeah. $3. Thank you. George Floyd. He was a man of his environment. That's exactly right. Remember he scarfed down all those pills the year before and they pumped his stomach. He probably thought that was going to happen again. He scarfed down another ton of fentanyl. It didn't work out that time. It's like, whatever. Other people fucking took his memory and shit and made it a thing. Like, he would have just died doing what he loved. Been a hero in another way. A real hero. Instead, they perverted his memory. When you can, he called me immediately. And while he was on the phone, I... It's a disgrace. Uh, her- William has sent $10 eat fresh. I don't want to hear it. It's over. My grandmother's never going to see her house again. Yeah, but you've made a lot of money. This legit, you don't understand. My grandfather didn't build any condos with his bare hands. Damn it, I hate that Bob Parker. Okay, there has got to be another way to get the $50,000. I don't want to talk about it anymore, all right? I failed, okay? No, 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 hold on. Let me just sit here and enjoy the one thing (laughs) that makes me a little bit happy. Why can't I fucking... delicious... Tasty, meaty, turkey-filled, uh, cold-cut combo. I eat three every day to help keep me strong. Hey, Happy, can I have one of those? Coming right up. There goes the media controls. I wanted to pull it up because Julie Bowen is at the height of her. I've seen Happy Gilmore like literally like a hundred times. Where is the fucking? Let me see if I can pull up. Julie Bowen is at the absolute complete height of her powers in this film. I mean, let me see. Will that come up? It is a classic. Yeah, for sure. I don't want. That's not the one. Where's the happy place? You get the $50,000. I don't even want to talk about. She kind of still looks pretty fucking great, honestly. (laughs) Let's see. Where is she in the. She has a smoke show in that movie. Yeah, this is. Grandma wants me to be happy. What? <laughs> All right, I'll stop because I'll have to go watch Happy Gilmore. Heard as I was crossing the intersection, I heard Empire. I don't answer to Empire. <laughs> My name ain't Empire. Uh, 
and I didn't answer. I kept walking, and then I heard. Watch his eyes, how they, they keep looking to the side, and how he does an uncomfortable laugh. Empire. And I don't answer to Empire. <laughs> My name ain't Empire. Uh, and I didn't Immediately answer. looks to the side. I kept walking, and then I heard Empire. So I turned around, and I said, the did you just say to me? I mean, I see the uh, attacker uh, masked. And he said, this MAGA country punches what? me right in the face. So I punched his ass back. And then um, we started tussling. You know, it was very icy. And we ended up tussling by the stairs. Uh, fighting, fighting, fighting. There was a second person involved who was kicking me in my back. Oh, fuck. And, uh, Sounds like you got the Portugal treatment. Then it just stopped. And they ran off and I saw where they ran and the phone was in my pocket but it had fallen out and it was sitting there and my manager was still on the phone so I picked up the phone and I said Brandon and he's like what's going on and I said I was just jumped and I then I looked down and I see that there's a rope around my neck which I hadn't you hadn't noticed it before no, you didn't because see? it was so fast you know what I'm saying it was so fast how long did they this slip all... that news on there so fucking fast it felt Take like minutes but it probably was like 30 seconds honestly I can't tell you honestly he um, doesn't know it was so fast I noticed the rope around my neck and I started screaming and I said there's a rope around my neck did you get any kind of description of the attack I gave a body description and I you know because I saw this but and you know right here or whatever but I didn't see I can't tell you what color their eyes were I can't tell you and I did not see anything except the second person I saw running away and the first person yeah I saw saw his stature I gave the description as best as I could you have to understand also that it's Chicago in winter people can wear ski masks and nobody's going to question that the police have gone through a lot of video and they were able to capture an image of two people of interest. Have you seen that image mm -hmm. and do you believe that they could possibly be the attackers? I do. What is it about their their size or what? why do you feel that you hired them? Of course he does. They could possibly be. Because I was there. For me, when that was released, I was like, okay, we're getting somewhere. I don't have any doubt in my mind that that's them. Never did. Why did you hesitate to want to... I guess not. Call the police. You know, there's a level of pride there. We live in a society where... Level of pride. As a gay man, you were considered somehow to be weak. And I'm not weak. I am not weak. And we, are, as a people, are not weak. So, I mean, I can accept that there was pride there. There's also privacy, you know, at the end of the day. Look what has happened, you know, look what has happened. So, I don't, I'm glad that Frank called the police. Where's the, the part little, where he gets really um, The oh. rope burn around my neck. And then I, but I smelled bleach. I know the smell of bleach. And I saw on my sweatshirt, it had marks This guy's shit was too complicated, too, like... If you're going to fake some shit like this, it's, it's got to be way simpler. Like, what the fuck? Like spots on it when you have a bad bleach job. So, this shit was, was like, intricate as fuck, dude. So when the police came, um, I kept the clothes on. 
This definitely better than the acting he did in Empire for sure. So you had the rope on the entire time. I mean, it wasn't like wrapped around, but yeah, it was around because I wanted them to see. I wanted them like, to see what this was. I told them what happened, everything. I also asked them to turn their body cams off because they were trying to stay in the hallway. And I was like, please just come in. Like, I don't want a big scene with my neighbors and with like the second round of police officers. Um, I went down to where it happened and I walked them through exactly what happened. And I looked up and I saw that there was a camera directly on the light post that is in the intersection. So I'm like, there it is. A potential break in the case that would eventually fall apart days later. And then the detective told me that the camera inside of the casing was facing north, so they didn't have it. And that was disappointing. The vast majority of people have been supportive and loving and understanding. And then as time has gone on, and that there's no, um, you know, it's two o'clock in the morning, you're going the subway, sub-zero. is open 24 hours. Like people kill me when they say things like that because it's like- That got him really, cause he knows that's been a sticking point. So he immediately got testy about that. Um, you know, it's two o'clock in the morning, you're going the subway, sub-zero. is open 24 hours. Like, people kill me when they say things like that because it's like Subway is open 24 hours for a reason. So that when you're hungry at night and you ain't got no food, you go to Subway. He's mad that got brought up. Look at his face. Open 24 hours. Like, people kill me when they say things like that because it's like Subway is open 24 hours for a reason. So that when you're hungry at night and you ain't got no food, you go to Subway. The, the camera facing north. How is that my issue? It feels like... If I had said it was a Muslim or a Mexican or someone black, I feel like the doubters would have supported me a lot much more, a lot more. And that says a lot about so. the place that we, we are. We still wouldn't have cared. I would have still rooted for them over you for sure. Country right now. The fact that we have these fear mongrels, these people that are trying to separate us and it's just not okay. Mm -hmm. It's just not okay. And for all of the people, the next time that you see someone report something, maybe well after the fact that it happened. He's half gay. Wait, wait. He's half Jew, half black, like Drake, but we'll just call him fake, I think. <laughs> and you say to them, That'll be his name. Why are you waiting till now? Just remember that mine was so just recorded. Just dress him up, have him do the Drake haircut happened. and everything. The phone. Just call him mm -hmm. fake. When did you, Little because fake. as you said, it was a, an accurate account mm -hmm. of the timeline, valuable information. When did you make that information available to the police? We gave, we had to give the phone records. Um, which they didn't originally ask for my phone records. They asked for my phone. They wanted me to give my phone to the tech for three to four hours. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to do that. Why? Because I have private pictures and videos and numbers. My partner's number, my family's number. What? My castmates' number, my friends' numbers, my private emails, my private songs, my private voice memos. I don't know what that's going to be to hand over my phone for. Oh, and honestly, by then, inaccurate false statements had already been put out there. 
Earlier this week, he submitted phone records from within an hour of the incident. But Chicago police said they were limited and heavily redacted, adding they need additional information to cooperate the investigative timeline. His attorneys tell us they are willing to cooperate. Smollett also says he has been troubled by inaccurate claims. What other ones had you heard that were inaccurate? That I had said that they were wearing MAGA hats. I never said that. I didn't need to add anything like that. They called me a They called me a It's probably not the first time. There's no which way you cut it. I don't need some MAGA hat as the cherry on top of some racist Sunday. I've heard that. That's exactly what you did, though. He just told him that's exactly why he had it. It was a date gone bad, which I so resent that narrative. I'm not gonna go out and get a tuna sandwich and a salad to meet somebody. That's ridiculous and it's offensive. Yes, there's Grinder. yes, there's Jacked, yes, there's all of these things, what the which fuck? I have not been on in years. I can admit that I was on that back in the day. <laughs> okay, we knew you were right. Okay. Thanks, Jesse. It's ridiculous. And it's offensive. Yes, there's Grinder. Yes, there's Jacked. Yes, there's all of these things, which I have not been on in years. I can admit that I was on that back in the day. Mm-hmm. I was single. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But uh, I have, she's not believing, by the way. I've been on that in years. But aside from that, it's offensive. And I absolutely resent that narrative because it's bull. It's bull. And it's unfair. It's unfair to the investigation. It's unfair to, I hate this word, but it's unfair to the victim. What were your, your injuries? What were um, they? I hate this phrase. word, but. I didn't have, it was reported that I had like fractured ribs or cracked ribs or something like that. That wasn't true. I was just in a lot of pain. You know, my clothes messed up. My rib was, um, was yeah, I can't imagine why charges got brought, brought against this guy. You know what? If he hadn't done this interview, maybe they would have let sleeping dogs lie, but I wasn't, nothing was cracked. Like I walked into the hospital. I walked out of the hospital. Why do you think you were targeted? I can just assume, I mean, I come really, really hard against 45. I come really, really hard against his administration. You're in Chicago, and dude. It's not. I don't hold my tongue. Yeah. I want to ask you about Jesse Smollett. I think that's horrible. Uh, it doesn't get worse, as far as I'm concerned. Were you aware that he made that statement? I saw it. I don't know what to say to that. You know? Um, you saw it. You know, I appreciate him not brushing over it. And there is no doubt in your mind what motivated this attack. I could only go off of their words. I mean, who says empire, this MAGA country, ties a noose around your neck and pours bleach on you? And this is just a friendly fight. I will never be the man that this did not happen to. Mm. I am forever changed. And I don't subscribe to the idea that everything happens for a reason, but I do subscribe to the idea that we have the right and the responsibility to make something meaningful out of the things that happen to us, good and bad. What do you feel people need to hear the most? 
from the story? I think that what people need to hear is just the truth. Oh, it's yeah. just the truth, because everybody has their own idea. Some are healing and some are hurtful. But I just want young people, young members of the LGBTQ community, young black children, to know how strong that they are, to know the power that they hold in their little pinky. It's been two weeks since that night left actor okay. Jesse Smollett bruised but not broken. I think he has another spur out. And he's still processing the raw emotions. Have you ever been threatened before? Yeah. I get threatened all the time on Twitter and Instagram and DMs and things like that. It's like, but, you know, I'm a public figure. I'm very outspoken. <laughs> Sometimes maybe too outspoken, but it's who I am. Who's up, you know, so I get the idea of pissing people off, that you don't rub people the wrong way. In fact, the week before the attack, police confirm a letter was sent to the Fox studio in Chicago with threatening language and laced with powdery substance, likely Tylenol. Do you think there's a link between he the letter? He did that. He 100% forged this letter, by the way. There's no doubt. And the attack. Um, There's zero doubt. You did mention it to the police right away about the letter. Absolutely. Um, Just because on the letter it had a stick figure hanging from a tree with a gun pointing towards it. With the words that said, Smollett, Jussie, you will die, black There was no address, but the return address said in big red, you know, like caps, MAGA. Did I make that up too? And despite lack yeah, of you video did. surveillance yes. footage, Smollett yes. hopes to rewrite the narrative about that night, saying he fought back against his attackers and reported the incident after his creative director called 911. Of course you made that up, you fuck. One. He's supposed to be well-known requesting a report and said the news was placed over the front deck. I want that video found so badly because oh, yeah, for but... probably four reasons. Number one, I want them to find the people that did it. Number two, I want them to stop being able to say alleged attack. Number three, I want them to see that I fought back. And I want a little gay boy who might watch this to see that I fought back. And it does not take anything away from people that are not able to do that. But I fought back. They ran off. I didn't. What do you say to a young gay man, a young gay person? Learn to fight. And I don't just mean like learn to fight. The Brando of fake hate crimes, dude. Hey man, a young gay person. To learn to fight. And I don't just mean like learn to fight. I mean, learn to fight. Learn to be a fighter. I am not advocating violence at all. So let's be clear about that. If you're gonna die, fight until you do. Because if you don't fight, you have no chance. I have fought okay. for love. Oh, it's, well, how profound. I respect too much the people who I am now one of those people mm-hmm. who have been attacked in any way. You do such a disservice when you lie about things like this. True. If the it's attackers true. are never found. You do a big disservice when you lie about things like how this. How will you be able to heal? Um... Oh my god. I don't know. Let's just hope that they are. You know what I'm saying? Like let's let's not go there yet. Let's um <laughs> I was yeah. talking to a friend and I said, I just want them to find them. And she said, 
sweetie, they're not gonna find it. That just made me so angry. <laughs> I was talking to a friend and I said, I just want them to find them. And she said, sweetie, they're not gonna find them. That just made me so angry because so I'm just gonna be left here with this. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just gonna be left here with with like so they get to go free and go about their life and possibly attack someone else and I'm here to left with the, left with the aftermath of this pool that's not cool to me that's not okay so I understand how difficult it will be to find them but we gotta I still want to believe with everything that has happened I think he's still searching for the real Attackers? That there's something called justice. Because if I stop believing that, then what's it all for? Welcome back to Special Report. Take a look at the map in Ukraine, what's happening. Same thing, different day. It seems like there's a little bit of Russian movement here in the south. A lot of bombardment continues in these places around Kharkiv and especially in the suburbs around Kiev as this Russian movement continues, as we've seen for many days, uh, to try to encircle the capital city. What we have seen is significant... Jesse's sleeping in jail pushback. tonight. Uh, here in the city... He's probably getting the fucking red carpet treatment, dude. Of Breveri, right here. It's just an outskirts, about 16 miles from the center. He's got of two Keith. or three dinner trays and like an extra fucking mat and everything. This fucking piece of shit. Take a look at this video. He'll be fine. This is a column, and you referenced it in Jennifer Griffin's piece. Unless, unless by chance he really did cross Obama. And the Obama family then maybe might not be okay. But. By anti-tank weapons. Look at this. This is a Russian effort to take uh, this street, this area, yeah, just outside Martin Keith, Stewart, so getting attacked by Ukrainian forces. Now, we'll go back to the map and take you to another place, which is right on the other side. This is about 45 miles as the crow flies. Uh, outside the city of Kiev, and another major Ukrainian defense move. Take a look at the video. Um, this is, again, anti-tank, anti-armor weapons, likely a javelin taking out uh, armor right, right there. And you can see it on the, on the camera. It's happening uh, all the time. There's 17,000 plus javelins and stingers that have so gone the into Russians this country. This is uh, a look at up. the roads in Ukraine. Площади бывало так, что слышим, грохочет уже дом, уже тут рушится, думаем все, мужа в развалинах, воды нет, воду значит брали тачку, брали бутылки до колодца. Старики по 75 лет, они не пойдут. Мы с Яной, кто помоложе, до колодца. Под обстрелом идем за водой. В туалет снег. Быстро гребем снег. They sleep together at different locations where they can get, uh, you know, a place to sleep. Uh, it's a very tough work, and these guys are essentially also mobilized. So when they are called to the army or territorial defense, they will be gone. And uh, yes, essentially, as you said, there is no rest for them. And I would like to say that I think this, you know, this invasion of Ukraine has now 
has psychological effects far-reaching, even outside of Ukraine. Mm. Uh, we are based in the U.S. All of our team is extremely mobilized. I'm a scientist, and for two weeks now, I just cannot do my work Especially. because all I can think of is getting children out to safety. And now watch this one. This one looks promising. <laughs> Over 2 million refugees have fled Ukraine since the Russian invasion began, with many facing extremely long... Where do you think this one's going to go, by the way? You can't see the title. I know where it's going to go. Where do you think it's going to go? I just want to see the predictions before I go forward with this. I know exactly where it's going. I just don't think you do. I don't think anybody could possibly predict. Chaos Acolytes sent $3. Jesse is my new favorite fake hate crime. It's like his Jewish half just had to scheme, but his black half came up with a plot. Uh, Jewish half had the perfect scheme, just like with the most inept execution. <laughs> cold, bitterly cold cues at border Holy shit. British student Corinne Skye, who was studying medicine in Ukraine, spent three days trying to escape the country. Once she reached the front of the queue, though... She was subjected to racist abuse and forced uh -oh. to join a slower queue with other non-white people. <laughs> it's a story that keeps coming up, actually. And Corinne joins us uh, now. She's back in the UK. You've been back since Thursday, I think, yes. haven't you? And Damn. you've brought along with you uh, a barrister, Patricia Daly, who what is also helping uh, other students to leave. Been raising money, you haven't you? in the middle of a war zone. To, to help them through. Um, Corinne, just explain, um, you, you're a British citizen, but you chose to study in Ukraine. Just explain why, because I think viewers will be thinking, why did you go to Ukraine okay. in the first place? Yeah, so my lifelong dream has always been to be a doctor. So when I found out that I was actually way more affordable to study. Oh, we still haven't played that Corinne clip, have we? We'll have to. Ukraine, um, I opted to go to Ukraine. Like the um, school fees in this country are extortionate, mm. along with the cost of living. So um, the opportunity to study somewhere else more affordably and also like learn a different culture was really appealing to me. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you, uh, you've had a good time in general since you, how long have you been in Ukraine studying? Um, I'd been in Ukraine for almost a year this time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was an amazing time. I was really like building a community. There's a large community of international students. So I, I had like a community of people from all over the world. Yeah. So I really like was enjoying that part of it. And so explain what happened when, obviously, oh, yeah. as with... What a great... Hold on. Let's see her. I'd been in Ukraine for almost a year. So like she's time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was an amazing time. I was really, like, building a community. There's a large community of international students. So I, I had, like, a community of people from all over the world. Yeah. So I really, like, was enjoying that part of it. And so explain what happened when, obviously, as with two million other people... Mm. Um, students in particular were trying Something to get else was out. going on, bitch. Um, where did you go? How did you get there? And what was the experience that you had? Okay, so originally our plan was to go to Poland. So I set up some um, Telegram chats so that our students could communicate with one another. Telegram, and just in case people at home are watching, it's a platform, it's like a social if media If y'all blur everything out, why are you even showing the fucking video, dude? 
platform. It's called Telegram. It's not necessarily used what by the fuck? lots of people, but it's a, it's a really good way of communicating. Sort of Telegram is used by lots of people, you moron. People in one place, um, and in Eastern Europe, that's generally the way of communicating. So we were all in these um, group chats trying to like find out. Yeah, not too many to people use it. Just mm. millions. And when the war broke out, information dissemination was really slow. Mm. Things were changing by the minute. So being in those um, groups, we could um, keep like up to date with what was going on. So um, we left the Nipro uh, the day after Kiev was bombed, um, when the air sirens started going off, and we headed to Lviv. Lviv is in um, western Ukraine. It's like the closest place we in Ukraine to the is. borders. Yeah. So um, on our way there, like we saw armed police officers. There was like military everywhere, and we had to go through several military checkpoints. Um, and that was really scary because I know like during a war military checkpoints are targeted. So every time we had to stop and have our car checked and show our documents, it was so, so scary. Um, once we finally reached Lviv, it was supposed to be, um, I think, like a 10-hour drive, but it took 24 hours. Mm. When we got to Lviv, um, I was coordinating with Patricia, the students within the um, group chats. And once we got there, there was um, several students who were looking for accommodation. So people were stopping over in Lviv before they headed off to their borders. So um, we checked the students into um, hostels. So in the hostels, the girls were now reporting um, incidences of racism. Um, oh, when no. they were trying to leave Ukraine and some of the students had already reached the Polish border. So our original aim was to go to Poland. Mm. But after all those like reports, I thought, you know, this is the last thing we want to be dealing with. Mm. So let's aim to go to Romania. So we left to go to Romania. Um, on the way there. to Romania... Might not be great there either. We were stopped by um, armed civilians who like took out a gun on us and told us that if you don't leave now, we'll shoot. And then when Damn. we finally got to um, the back of the queue, so it was nine kilometers from the Romanian border, that's when we ended up spending, um, I think it was two days Holy in the shit. car queue. So the queue to get over the border was nine kilometers? It was nine kilometers. <laughs> so it was taking two days. Two days to get to the border, so to get to the front of the queue. To get to the front of the queue. And it's like, if you imagine like a motorway, there's no shops, there's nothing. Get out of the And we just shoot. had the snacks that we'd carried and the clothes in our bag. And just to be clear, were you, were you and native Ukrainians, and in this case I suppose you would say white, because mm. you're talking about... Them picking you out of the queue. Well, they're not purple, you dumb bitch. Queue. What color so do you think a native um, Ukrainian is? The part I want to be like explicit about, right? In the car queue, there was um, Ukrainian people, and there were um, I didn't see any other black people in the car queue, but there was just mainly Ukrainian people. So once we got to the front of the queue, we were told to exit the car queue by um, a civilian, a male civilian told us to exit the car queue. So I came out of the car to speak to the military because I thought um, the military are there to, you know, to support the civilians because yeah. I didn't understand why we were being told to leave the car queue. The military told us to leave the car queue, so we took the God, car out of the car queue and we waited to see if um, the situation could be resolved. Did they uh, say why they wanted you to leave the queue? They didn't say why. So I thought it was to de-escalate the situation. So once we left the car queue, um, a man went and started circling the car and pointing to the uh, pedestrian queue. Now, the uh, pedestrian queue was just as long, but it was just non-white Ukrainian people. So 
I was confused as to why we're being told once we've reached a queue that we'd been yeah. in for two days, why we're now being told to join a father. There were no Ukrainian people in that queue. And they couldn't explain to you why they were doing it? I no. think, you know, the Ukrainian ambassador was speaking at the Home Affairs Select Committee and he confirmed that he's aware of, of some of the issues. Yeah, that a couple. And as he says, when foreigners appear to be prioritised for evacuation, it's been raised many times. Ukraine is a very homogenic society. Not many people with different races on the streets. Foreigners do stick out of the crowd. It doesn't mean we are racist, is what he says. We don't want it to happen. Problems arise when foreigners are prioritised over women and children of Ukrainian citizenship who are trying to get on the same trains or trying to get through the borders. Of course, you're a woman. I'm a woman, so that was my argument. Because even when the man was cycling the car, he tried to lunch with me, and the military at no point intervened, which I found very, very odd. And so the queue... They're doing other shit! ...for, for the non-white refugees essentially mm. fleeing war was much much longer than the mm. car queue and you were on foot and mm. it's freezing cold and it's freezing cold and so you're i mean and patricia you're here obviously because you this is corinne's story and eventually you got through but you didn't want to make a fuss because you just wanted to keep going didn't mm. you but you were documenting it as you were going because yeah. you knew then that you were experiencing yeah. racism yeah and this was from Stanley the ukrainians who were managing the border not the romanians or the poles no. as you were saying Patricia, what is the widespread concern and what is the... Is that experience very common that you're finding in all the people that you're trying to help who are still trying to leave? Yeah, um, from very early on, the students were complaining that certain borders were not allowing them to go through. They were being sent back um, into the Ukrainian cities where, obviously, they, there was bombing and there was shellings happening. Um, it was a common consensus with the students that they were experiencing racial discrimination when they were boarding trains, being asked to exit trains, and also being told to wait last before boarding the trains until all the Ukrainian nationals had boarded. So it was a shared consensus, and we had to almost work out which points to send the students in order to not waste their journey and make the journey worth travelling to mm. and make sure that they can get to safety. Absolutely disgraceful, really. That you, Corinne, had you, you experienced anything, disgraceful. anything, anything like this in the, the year and a half that you'd been in Ukraine at all? No, I never experienced that, but I said before, um, I always assumed that, you know, Ukrainian people, they're very quiet. They're, it's, a, it's a different kind of culture in Ukraine, so I never time, attributed it to racism. I just thought that it's a different culture, so I'm not going to say, oh, you know. And also there's the language barrier, as majority of people, they speak Ukrainian or Russian. So I just assumed that, oh, you know, they're not really going to speak to foreigners because there's that language barrier. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I suppose the key aim is just to get people out, isn't it? The students who are there. Uh, we know from when, you know, in, in peaceful times when footballers play anywhere in Eastern Europe, the stories of, uh, you know, uh, uh, can be racism is, is huge in that part of the world. And I'm very sorry that you have that experience, but it's really important we carry on telling these stories because this is obviously something that isn't going to go away whilst there are many, many black and foreign students trying to leave yeah. a war zone. Um, so thank you for coming in and we're glad you're safe and home and we hope that, Patricia, you're, you're raising money to try and help other students leave, aren't you? Uh, and good luck with that. Thank you so much thank for, for thank coming in. Thank you so much. How much money do you think they're raising? $20 million, you think? What do you think about that? I don't know if they, can, if they got the balls to try to raise $20 million. This is an urgent message to all Americans. The Jews in Ukraine need our help now. War has broken out in the Ukraine and the ongoing devastation has left over 250,000 Jews in danger. On Monday, March 7th, 
300 Ukraine Jews will land in Israel, including 100 orphans. Now, more than ever, the Jewish community needs our support. It costs $2,650 per person to shuttle refugees in buses to the border and then fly them to Israel to safety. Have you not the seen this yet, Dalton? Holy shit. Unite and Listen. help save every Jewish person that wants to flee the devastation of this war. Your gift will ensure as many Jews as possible can flee the war in Ukraine and find a safe home in Israel. Ukraine is home to one of the world's largest Jewish communities in Europe. Over one million Ukrainian Jews were yes, killed this is real, dude. during the Holocaust. It's heartbreaking to witness European Jews fleeing for their lives again. Most Christians were silent during Hitler's attack on the Jews, other than a few righteous Gentiles. We must not remain silent again. Never again is more than a slogan. It's an action. By the way, dude, hit me up. We got to get you in Dallas, dude. I fucking got the North Texas Republican, young Republicans there hooked up with us now, too. So it's about to be fucking, man, we're about to have a blast here. Again, is more than a slogan, it's an action. At this moment, over 8,000 Jewish people are wanting to leave Ukraine for Israel. I repeat that. 8,000 want to leave the Ukraine for Israel. We must raise $20 million as soon as possible to get them to safety. We don't know when the borders will close. Let's unite our efforts and raise $20 million by the end of business this week. You can save one life for $2,650. $20 million only. The Torah says, he who saves one life <laughs> saves the world. You know what? I watched it earlier, and, like, I don't know if I just zoned out during the end, but I didn't even, I didn't even catch that it was $20 million this motherfucker was trying to raise. So when I was playing it earlier, I literally just fucking bust out laughing because I, I couldn't even believe the chutzpah. 100% of funds raised will go. Yeah, why only 20? You're right. He's, that's a meager sum. It could it definitely could have been 50. He's taking it easy on our pockets. He knows how inflation's going. Thank you, Pastor Hagee. Uh, ...to saving Ukrainian Jews. Send your contribution to jhm.org and give as generously as you can today. God bless you for your efforts. Give as generously as you can. That's what I always say on the kill stream. Thank you so much for your support. I'll be back in the morning with Tequila Sunrise. Alex Stein next week. We got the guy who says the Bible's an astrology chart coming on Monday. Or like an astrology book. I don't know. Something like that. Lord Miles Rutledge is coming back next week. Adam Green versus E. Michael Jones on the 24th. And I'm very close, hopefully, to having Destiny versus Nick on March the 18th. But I don't have that able to announce to you yet. But hopefully a week from this Friday, tomorrow, we'll have Nick versus Destiny. That'll be a little preview for Dallas, too, since Destiny's going to be there. I'm
pretty excited about Dallas, Texas. The live kill stream. I'm pulling up in there like J.R. Ewing, motherfucker. Let's fucking go. Sunrise in the morning. I'll see you there. Shout out to those North Texas boys. Steven Moitz. Jacob Peterson. I almost forgot, but I got it. And it was pretty cool. He shouted out the court retort. What a legend. What a legend. They're going to be in Dallas. Let's go. Oh, thank you, Philip. In chat, we get some new viewers here and there. It's cool we get a few new viewers. Thank you, man. When we get killstream.tv up, we'll have all the archives posted. I can't wait. That's coming very soon, too. Stay tuned. Thank you as well. Shout out to them Odyssey boys. The Restream Gang Gang. The Podcast Gang Gang. 